Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. Patriots Unfiltered. Dude, you missed a lot on the day that you ducked me. I was afraid to put his mic up. I'll do radio. (laughs) Sky Moore, which is another guy. You know, just... Quick, versatile guy that can move when around. When you were ducking and, me on you know, Tuesday, I talked a little bit. Oh, I know. Well, I, I was scared of you, Paul, and I needed yeah. to, you know, you just duck, have a day. Ducking me. You were ducking me. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I, I really like just watching the kids and, and the sure. opportunity. Anything to get away from Paul. <laughs> right. That's yeah. what I like. He ducked me. More and more following Eric's ideology. Print and we took a bit of a shot last year, but <laughs> where we go. Print everything. As you'll see in this 200-page <laughs> ranking <laughs> dossier. Kill trees. <laughs> Save animals, <laughs> kill trees. Sorry, Eric. I- the next show, he's going to have a lot of printed material. There is a different dude when Paul is not in town. No question. Uh, well, there's so much dead air. you got to talk. Like, you oh, can't just sit here and, like, it's uh, a shot at me. <laughs> no. Oh, no. no. I, I actually took it as a shot at me for talking all the time. I saw, uh, I think, Volin, you know, saying he's very excited, Volin. you know, to Volin. be back. <laughs> is it cream cheese or cream cheese? This is Patriots Unfiltered. Fueled by Duncan. All right, welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It is Tuesday here at Gillette Stadium, and I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. These owners' meetings got me going. I'm you know, Bill's talking, talked for half an hour. Then the owner talked this morning. We'll have that in full on Patriots.com. You know, I'm. You know, we're getting ready. We're, I, we're getting closer. I got it's, excited with the Panthers joint practice thing. Just like it's coming. I'm a lot more it's excited coming. about that yeah. than anything you know, else that happened. Real, real football up here. That stuff, that, that, that excites and me. And that's too, here, Fred. Yeah, Panthers are coming uh, for uh, uh, joint practice this training camp. Yeah, and I guess um, Matt Rule had said that it just needed to be approved. Yeah. You no know, league approval. Yeah. But, I mean, that, that sounds to me like a formality. But is, Deuce, Deuce yeah. has an update. Is Matt Rule going to wear the outfit he wore uh, for his uh, – <laughs> Head coach. Oh, uh, you saw that meme too with yeah. Oh, McVay. they killed him. I know. They killed him. <laughs> one of these guys won the Super Bowl. The other one is Sam Darnold. Well, well it's right. funny. It's like you wonder <laughs> why Bill cat, Belichick skips these things every year because it just becomes like I, my buddy Brant is doing a full breakdown of everybody's outfit. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's like that has nothing to do with why Bill Belichick uh, skips by, those things every year. By my count, four coaches skipped it. I, 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 I think, think I counted right. 28 in yeah, the picture. I right. think you're right, Freddie. Andy yeah. Reid, I, I, I don't think I Yeah, saw I didn't him. see Andy Reid. You would have noticed mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Oh, I thought I did see him. Uh, in no, the back, I don't think he was in it. Out. Hard to miss. Might be yeah. in the back. Yeah. So I'm anyway, uh, so much to talk about. And um, I guess we start with Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft's um, press appearances yesterday and today. Um, you know, Bill was his usual... I'm looking forward, you know, not talking about how things ended last year, although Mike Reese, uh, he tried. He tried. Um, You know, Bill at that time said, you know, we'll see if it's a one-time thing. Or And Reese said, you know, now that you've had more time, which was it? And he's like, we're looking forward to 2022. (laughs) So that was that. Uh, And I think, you know, the people that were there, Ben Volan, Mike Reese, Tom Curran, uh, most notably for me, tr- you know, try to, you know, delve into, you know, the th- the philosophy for this offseason, you know, about not being as aggressive in free agency, not giving titles to coaches, um, you know, losing certain coaches, how that affects Mac Jones, all the things that we've been talking about and that fans are concerned about. But Bill didn't seem that concerned about it. And that made me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> that made me feel good. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, he's yeah. okay. 
It's, it's if he's okay, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> can I just? I'll, I'll leave you guys to talk about the details. Y- yes, Paul. Please, can I ask? Can I ask it aside? Yeah. Does this now mean that they're back in the hunt? No. Oh, okay. No. I, I, I just wanted to get no. That out but there. me. See, I need to see. That means I have a challenge I, again. Yeah. I have to do that. No, I need to see me. more evidence. Of, if I'm going to change my posture, I need to see more. But at least, you know, Bill's okay, and he's he's swatting flies like he usually does, and that, that's okay. I, uh, I I crack me up. His reaction, I, I, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure Paul tell us it was it was planned. But when they asked him about Malcolm Butler and and we're you know I mean how how things ended and he like just the genuine I don't know if he's acting but the genuine look of confusion of like what like, like it's just funny about the Super Bowl with Malcolm Butler you know the Malcolm was and he's like what I don't that's in the past like it was just one of those funny moments where there's example of and as you said Fred they it's just like I don't call it the airing of grievances but it's like every single storyline that. We've talked about <laughs> right. that is driving the off season. They put it on his plate, and he's like, well, "I don't know," <laughs> you yeah. know. And it's not like confidence. That was my like, favorite answer. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Yeah, you know. But he has his plan, his way of doing things, and you know. And and as Robert said today, it, it might be a little bit outside of, of what we're used to, but I think he's he's earned it, and there and he's going for it that way this off season. And yeah, and I, I think other just one more thing and feed into craft, which is that the draft, the draft, the draft, like. It's that's what I've been saying for all these shows off season, and I and that's where I think that the the team is going to get well. That's the most and that's that kind of dovetails into what the owner said today. The owner basically was, I am a fan just like you. I just happen to own the team, you know. So you know, expressing concern about not having won a playoff game in three years, you know, he's that bothers him. Um, saying that you know you in order to have long term success, you have to. You have to do well in the draft, and he wasn't happy with he was happy with last year's draft, but not the four previous, which I think everyone shares that. So I think he expressed what fans are concerned with. He just happens to be the owner of the New England Patriots, and so you know fans take that as oh, okay. You must have expressed those concerns to your head coach, I assume, you know, which I'm sure he did. But at the same time, like you said, Deuce. He understands that Bill has his own way of doing things, and it's kind of worked out, you know? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I think what, what Robert was talking about with that, I sort of stepped back and he has his own way, was the coaching staff. I don't think he was necessarily wondering okay. about Maybe he like, was team building or any of that other stuff. Specifically the coaching staff? Yeah, I think staff. that was a question about, you know, the – the structure of, of yeah, that's you know, probably Joe Judge yeah. and Matt Patricia, and you said, like, you know, listen, he has his way of doing things, and so I think, you know, I'm paraphrasing. Sometimes even I don't see the line um, was the way you said it, but you know, I, I'm more res- results oriented. I think, I'm, yeah, it's a results business. Well, so but, I took that as, yeah, I, I I think it's strange too. I, I'll be watching, right? Your one of your, on one of your shows this morning. Uh, Chris Curtis, is that his name? That's Oof. not one of my shows. Oof. That's EEI. Well, Curtis, he, 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 he said, you know, after Kraft had talked, he said, Robert Kraft was in, outraged <laughs> at, um, you know, not having won a playoff game in three years. He's outraged. I, I never heard him say outraged. And he said that the Patriots got rid of Josh McDaniels. No, <laughs> Josh McDaniels left for a head coach. They didn't get rid of him. 
What? You know, it's like what you these type of about? things. Like, and then people hear that. And it's like, yeah, right. And you know, three months from now, and of course, Bill got rid of McDaniel's. It just becomes accepted, right. like an accepted right. talking point. Right. I don't really think people take their yeah. cues from a producer of a morning show that no one watches. No, Thank no, you, Paul. But I'm, but I'm dead it. serious. No, like, it, even you could make an argument, no, even if it was like Greg Hill or Jermaine Wiggins said that Robert Kraft was outraged. No disrespect to Chris Curtis. He's the producer of the show. No, but but what made me think of that, Paul, is I said what I said, and you said put it in context, which is what you do responsibly. You know, like, let's let's be accurate about what these people say instead of, like, inserting your own word. You know, well, but the outrage be, thing being bothered effect. changes to outrage. Right. Like, you that's, know. I, I, you know, and I heard him say it. Like, I don't think there was outrage in his voice. No. I don't think his... He's disappointed they haven't won a playoff game. Like we all years. are. Right. And I'm right. sure Bill Belichick, too, by and the he way. Also, that was what he prefaced when, when he said that. That was the part that he prefaced by saying, I'm a fan. Right. Yeah. First and foremost, at heart, I'm a fan. Again, paraphrasing. But that's what he led into that. And I'm disappointed that we haven't won a playoff game in three years. Right. Like you said, just the way everybody else in Patriots Nation is. Right. Yeah. Putting my fan hat on. I think you like to hear that. You like to hear the owner, you know, kind of saying that, that I'm a fan first. But I think, as you said, Fred, there was also some nice reminders in there that he is the owner and that the buck does stop with him and that, you know, it hasn't been the results that everybody wants. There certainly was some uh, good stuff that happened last year, but you got to build on it. It's got to start and getting better. The one thing that he said that I think we can debate, honestly, is – you know, the only way to have the consistent success over time is through the draft. You know, you can debate that. You can debate that. Um, he said that before, like through the 20 years, even with Pete Carroll, I remember them saying that. And a lot of people said, yeah, that's an excuse for not spending money. You know, so. See, I don't look at it that way either. No, I'll, but I'll some be people do. Of, some of, people of do. The organization there, too, because I do think. I mean, the draft, I don't think it's it's splitting any atoms here. I mean, you have to you, you have a way to get young talent onto your roster. Right. Every year. Affordable. No matter what. <laughs> no matter what, every year you will have draft picks. Yep. And I think you know, the draft is an, is a very important part of your team building every year. Is it the only way to do it? No, it's not. But it's probably the best way to do it on on a consistent basis. Um it's probably the um you know, you can you can throw teams that have have done it different ways, like the Rams. And you're right. You know what else the Rams have done really well in the last five years? Draft. Yeah. Just not at the top because they haven't had any first round picks. But but, but they have a, a litany yeah. of mid round guys, not the least of which is Cooper Cup. Yep. Right. But but what really got the Rams over the top? Matthew, Matthew Stafford. Stafford getting that quarterback, mm -hmm. getting that quarterback. Right, like, and if you want su sustained success in the NFL. Get yourself a good quarterback. No, but my that's the key. But I think people that would argue the other side of that would say, yeah, they got the quarterback. They didn't draft anybody. They got the quarterback, and that's the way that they got success. Oh, yeah. And they've been successful for five years. So it's not like this is no, they loaded up one year and they won it all. They went to the Super Bowl in 2018 with right. without Stafford. Yep. You know, doing the same thing like with you know the Yakeeb Talibs and the you know, and then they recycle that over to to. Jalen Ramsey and, and all the other trades that they've made over the years. So there are different ways to do it. But I but I would agree with Robert that if you want to consistently be able to to turn your roster over and, and get you, you have to 
have some success in the draft. Yeah. I mean, I think the Rams' approach stands out a little bit, but I think as you laid out, Paul, is it really that much different because they have a core of guys that they drafted and they went to free agency and trades and, and maybe they spent a little bit more draft capital to get talented players to you know, yeah. spend first round picks. They use the, the draft picks on established talent, but it's, which is fine. But it's like, still again, a, main, not, a big core of drafted guys and filling holes with free agents. And I, I mean, I think that's yeah, you know, I would a say reasonable their big core of guys, though, is more guys they acquired. I mean, there's no question Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, big part of the team. But I, I, I agree with yeah. your, your, your premise. I'm not going to get hung up yeah. on semantics. I agree with your, your premise. Like, you can't just do one thing, is my point. So to yeah. just say, like, the only way you could do it is through the draft, to me, is wrong. Just like if you characterize the Rams' successes, just doing it by acquiring high-priced players, that's also wrong. What I'm saying is, whether it's the draft or free agency, if you don't have a good quarterback, neither sure. work. Sure. You've got to have the quarterback. It, right. Look at all the yeah. teams with sustained success, and we can define that any way you want. You know, five years, ten years, whatever. Every one of those teams had a Kansas franchise City, quarterback. You know, yeah. Indianapolis with Manning, right? Kansas City now with Mahomes, Pittsburgh with Roethlisberger, Green Bay with Rodgers. Absolutely, all these teams win every year. They're playoff contenders yeah. every year. Yeah, I, I I agree, and I think the quarterback is at the top and alone by itself. But I think what you're seeing with the Patriots over the last few years is kind of that most let's say most terrible, the worst place to be, which is that. You lose your core. I, I think that's the that's the fatal flaw for teams in the NFL is if you don't draft well and you don't have at least some kind of core of guys that you're paying on rookie salaries that are contributing and being players, I think when you get into that mode, you can't fix a whole team in free agency. It's just financially no. impossible. I mean, football is— There has to be a bottom line of, of guys that you've drafted that are successful, and I think that is, is as we talked about, the biggest reason why I mean, they've kind of We struggled. talk about games, games in the NFL normally come down to like five or six plays a game, you know? And a guy can blow up a play who isn't the quarterback or who isn't your star receiver by missing a block or doing something stupid, you know, bad mm -hmm. penalty, you know, because there's 22 guys out on the field at any one time, you know, so that's what makes football so great, you know? Yeah, and I mean, and how many times are the Patriots – were the difference in the Super Bowls that they won or lost just, you know, a single big play in a big moment, you know, a play by Dante Hightower, you know, that was made a, a fourth down stop against the Eagles that didn't happen. You know, those those moments, I mean, you could probably gather up 10 moments that were the difference in all the Patriots Super Bowl titles just based on who made a play in the biggest moments. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So uh, speaking of plays in the biggest moments, Malcolm Butler's back. So we had a little shout out on uh, Patriots social I saw. Um, with he's looking good now. The question is, you know, health wise and mental wise, how is he? Yeah, you know, I think that's a big question of. Yeah. of and I mean, I, I I wouldn't expect him to open up about what happened, perhaps, but I'm not expecting he will tell us what happened. But um, I'm curious what he's got. I mean, going back and looking at 2020, I think he still had some football in the tank. Um, but I think just given what we've talked about plenty with man press corners and abilities to ha get those guys it's so hard and he might be 32 and and a year off of football but you're not going to get a guy with that skill set can he still do it i i think i think he probably can just yeah, but well what is it play play at a at a at a, at a solid yeah, at i a think solid he's still level. a starting caliber cornerback in in the nfl and i agree with mike i don't see any reason to you know based on the last sample that we saw i thought he was really solid in tennessee i know every time someone leaves new england they <laughs> fall apart i thought he was really solid in tennessee 
Um, my only concern, and it's a major one, I'll admit, is what Fred said. Like, you know, where his head's at. Like, I, you know, forgive me for being concerned when guys just up and decide to yeah. step away from the game. Yeah. Had to be a reason uh, for you know, some sort. Whether it was a personal issue off the field, like he very much wanted to continue playing but felt he couldn't. I have no idea why he stepped away. I don't know the story. If that's out there, I missed it. I have not. Um, but so. I worry about guys like that. And then what happens when he gets to training camp this year? And let's just say for argument's sake, you know how I always love to paint these sort of like doomsday <laughs> scenarios. You do? <laughs> well, let's, let's – yeah, okay, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. hey, you know what? OTAs. Hey, Malcolm looks great. Hasn't lost a step. Hasn't missed a beat. Knows the system. Very comfortable here. Knows how Belichick wants things done. He looks great. Let's pencil him in at left corner. And then all of a sudden you get to August 15th and Malcolm Butler decides, my heart's not in it. Yeah, it's possible. That's a concern because they don't have a lot. You know, they might be now relying on him. Yeah. And I know everybody just looks at the, the, the contract, which is more than affordable. You know, it's like it's nine million, two year, nine million total, something like yep. that, with some Correct. incentives and whatnot. But a very affordable contract for a starting caliber corner, until he doesn't play. Now all of a sudden, you're you're, you're without a starting corner. Yeah, and that's that, that's the concern. And that's why, like, whether or not he starts this year, I still think you need to draft a cornerback. Yeah, you know, I would say that that's high on my list. Still, yeah. absolutely, they need youth at that position because the youth that they've gotten in the recent drafts hasn't panned out. Yeah, well, it's just the the numbers game, and you know, I know Jabril Peppers visited yesterday, but I mean, I think he's a player that fits. But and why? He's, and he's more of a safety too. I, I, is he a, a strong safety? safety? But he's a safety. Yeah, I so, wonder if they want him as a returner. Like yeah. I just saw that the stuff that they were kicking the tires on him and. And he was here, and I haven't heard anything since. Like, he hasn't gone anywhere else. So I think there's got to be interest there. I was saying to Deuce, like, why don't they like my guy Kyle Duggar as a return? Well, I was going to say, we got the, we're going to have, like, the biggest stable of safeties in the league. Oh, yeah. I mean, there are a lot of safeties. And decent ones, too. Yeah. I mean, not like just guys. You yeah, know? It's almost like you didn't. No, I won't. Well, uh, well, it's almost like sometimes you wonder if they're just finding guys that they like, and 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 sometimes you you think it doesn't appear like they have a plan that they're building towards. They're just kind of he fits, he fits. Oh crap, we know, got seventeen strong safeties. You know what generally <laughs> happens when, when whenever we talk like this is you know what are they going to do with all those safeties? Two of them will get hurt, right? And then everybody yeah. will be yeah. like, Bills a genius. Yeah, we're usually talking about running backs in that conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. so well, we'll see. I, I I don't know, but Josh Bledsoe, you mentioned, you know, another guy, and that's just what you know. And and I'm all for if there's a plan, if there's some kind of shift on defense that hey, maybe no we shift. can try to f- force the Bills to punt somehow. Like this is <laughs> the key, you know. Uh, so I do wonder if you know if they were to bring him in, how much it relates to the linebacker position, and you know how how much they're staying. And you know, I, I wonder if there's a world where there's there's Jawan Bentley, who's a big traditional middle linebacker and then there's safeties and i mean you know and, and peppers he did play you know linebacker in college he's played all yeah. over the place he's a versatile I mean, guy a, a guy like that Bill... so you get it on, on like on that side of it like the player yeah, you get it too but I as agree. when you throw him into the depth chart and you throw him into the defense and you say i don't have a lot of corners right now though i mean we got we'd have five free say five strong safeties but um so i i just that that's the leeway that i give them though is is, is are they are they shifting the defense a little bit not that 
they've been picking up strong safeties like it's going out of business for 12 years now. But, you know, going back to, um, you know, I think Chung was kind of the original draft pick that they kind of put into that role. But um, who's the guy I'm to totally Bucky blanking Jones. on? Tank Williams. To Bucky Tank Williams. Thank uh, you. You, okay. know, to, you get me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tank Williams. <laughs> you know, but yeah. that was when the start of, all right, these older safeties, even John Lynch maybe, you know, who can't maybe run like they used to, but they have some toughness and they have some ability in the they box. They like so those guys. And Bill do. Bill has always looked for those guys. And, and you do wonder if maybe that's what he's I, – I think a guy like Peppers was someone that Bill probably said, coming out of the draft, ooh, I I, mm-hmm. I, I have a lot of different things I could do with that player. Yeah. You know, and he's been – Punt return he's been on a okay. linebacker slot. Yeah, he's, he's been, been okay. okay. Well, you he's, know, he's coming off an ACL though, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And a high ankle sprain. I think they were, yeah. were suffered at the at the same time. Um, so I, I I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens with him. Uh, but I, I mean, I still think there are more moves. Whatever to be it made. is, I'm sure it'll be a great deal for the Patriots. <laughs> um, that's that's what I learned by by yeah. going on Twitter all so, the time. So there's all that, and then there's free agents still out there. Um, some of who you know, obviously, we're not in the market for a quarterback. But there was a name that you're probably going to laugh, and it's like, oh, geez. Really? Well, would you take Saquon Barkley if the money was right? No. No? I wouldn't. I mean, not I'm not, not laughing at you, but I— Not I, here now. Are you saying generally? Or, I, or like yeah, as right a, here now. Right here now? Yeah. Nah. No? Nah. No. I mean, doesn't he do everything that you want, you know, in terms of catching and running? Yeah, but I feel like he's redundant a little bit. Like, Well, yeah, but got, now he's, he's, he's redundant, but now you— you know, you keep James White as a backup. You know, you don't have to play him as, you know, like, yeah. you can do anything you want. As, you know, now he's got this injury history. But if he's healthy, you can do f- literally anything you want on first, second down. Anything you want. Why can't you do that? I mean, I'm not saying that they're as good. Stevenson and Harris aren't as good as Barkley. I'm not suggesting that they're the same player. Right. But I think both have shown that they can catch the ball. N- not as well as him. I didn't say they were as good a player. Yeah. They can catch the right. ball as well as right. him. They're not going to make the plays that he does. But Same with McCaffrey. Yeah. No interest there either. Okay. Really? None. Zero. Because of the health? Yeah. But like you're getting rid of those. The thing that I like about Harrison Stevenson is chances are one of those guys is going to be up every week. Yeah. I don't know that. if I, I assume you're getting rid of these guys to, get, to make well, room for Well, you get Barkley. rid of one. Maybe you get rid of Harris. But the thing is, if Barkley gets hurt, you, you, you're not done. You've got other guys off the bench. I just think the, the, the running back is not a problem. This is like Peppers. Like I, I don't have any problem with Peppers, the no, player. Not, I just I wonder you yeah, know, don't get me, where, where you Don't get it. me wrong. I'm not saying it's a problem. I'm saying it could be amazing. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think he's an amazing player. Okay. I don't think McCaffrey's an amazing player. Oh, I They're do. amazing fantasy players. Well, I, they put up all kinds of fantasy value. Yeah. Well, I, I their teams don't win because I don't think you can win doing that. But, uh, yeah, but I don't Henry, think that's their I mean, fault. I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't do what Carroll – like, let's just say – Derrick Henry in his prime is different. Okay, but I would, if we had McCaffrey, I wouldn't be putting 70% of my offense through his hands like they did. I think that's a mistake. yeah. 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 You know, I wouldn't I, do that. I agree, and that's the point where I kind of come out on, which we've talked about before, of, of teams like the Titans and, and the Panthers who build their identity kind of around their running back t- guy, and then he gets hurt, and then right. they're kind of floundering. I wouldn't do that. That's what I wouldn't want to do. But, you know, I think in like, you know, Paul, a lot, but like, oh, McCaffrey on like a cheap prove-it deal? Like he's, he's been injured for like two years or something? So you don't really like him. To then. be the third down back, then I, I like him. But to be like the every down, rely on him, make him the guy, pay him with a guy. And I also think there's just so many other – concerns right now that like running backs one of the only positions where i'm like 
I don't really have to think about it too much right now. Like That's I just, I like having that kind of like we're okay. We got some young guys. You don't some think old guys. you don't think a guy like McCaffrey or Barkley makes Mac Jones better? Well, depending if they're on the field, sure. Why, I mean, potentially, he, but why? Why like hasn't Barkley made Daniel Jones better? Because he's hurt all the time. Okay, so why is he going to make Mac Jones better? I'm just obviously this is my point. Those everything I say was the caveat that if he's healthy. No, but there are all <laughs> these ca- caveats. You had a caveat if he's healthy. Deuce has a caveat on a, on a cheap prove it deal. Right. Why are you? First of all, you can't make a, a guarantee that he's healthy, and they ain't going to sign a cheap prove it deal. Like yeah. that's. I mean, I'm just throwing it. Yeah, if, yeah. You, if you if you want one of those guys, they are the centerpiece of your offense. That's what those guys are. Yeah. And I'd say philosophically, I feel like I like having four running backs who can all kind of do different stuff. And, you know, one of them or two of them are going to be hurt at all times and not leaning too heavy on one and but having changes I, I, of pace. Again, go I go with. back to what other teams said last year about the Patriots offense. It's easy to defend. That's got to change. Well, I don't think adding Somehow. Saquon Barkley makes you much more difficult to defend. Really? The yeah. ball's going to Saquon Barkley. Not, But it doesn't have to. I, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. I, like. This is what I don't understand. So now you're going to just use him as a decoy. You know, you're you're you're, you're stretching my words here. I, no, I, I just they're but, easy to defend for because they don't have playmakers on the on the perimeter. Okay, that's why they're easy to defend. But I think they have a tight end is their basic. You know, the, a tight end and a physical slot receiver are the two main targets in the passing game. In other words, nothing that's going to strike fear into but, a defense. But I think I think what Carolina did with McCaffrey was lazy. Hmm. You know, I think they just said, just give it to Christian McCaffrey instead of s- distributing the ball. And to who? Well, that's the thing. They never developed anyone. No, no, no. The Patriots. I'm putting McCaffrey oh. in the Patriots' backfield. Who are you distributing the ball to? Kendrick. All, all your— Okay, uh, well, you're easy to defend. No, no. Unless you get a weapon on the outside for Mac Jones to develop— yeah. With yeah, you're easy to defend. I Stack the line of scrimmage, make them run into a wall, and make guys get open deep. That's, yes, that's the philosophy of and it. And you need personnel to do that. I mean, the Panthers, Aguilar's the Panthers had DJ DJ Moore, and Robbie Anderson, Robbie yeah. Anderson, who evidently Patriots fans have been lusting after for the last month and a half, and they couldn't do it. Well, Bill had Bill did say something along the lines of what we're hoping for in terms of you know the free agent why yeah. you know. We signed a lot of free agents last year. They're still here, and I forget his exact that words. That stuck out to me. But we have yep. young, we have young guys. We signed contract. young guys that are under contract, yep. and, which and to me was a double down on that philosophy and, and, of the and year it, two free right. agents. Right. He said, I, what did he say? We hope they get better or something like that? Or I don't I just even know if he like, went there. Yeah, just, I don't was, think The so. implication was that, but I think he he, stated you know, all he said was yep. that we have young guys who are under contract. And yeah. I, I think that's, I that was in relation to a question asking, they spent so much money last year, why the change this year? Right. And he said, we have young guys under contract. Yep. And I think that, to me, is a double down on I'm expecting these guys to get better. Aguilar, big leap. Which was a, which was a good conversation Paul and I had yesterday because I think this is something that, that's, um, that's often been an interesting point to me, generally, not even this season. It's just that I don't think – and I'm not going to tell you that every single one of the guys are going to be better next year. But I think that fans generally dismiss – any kind of improvement from players already on the roster. What they saw last year is what they're going to see next year or worse. And I think that that's a philosophy that football football teams don't necessarily agree with. Now, Paul I, will say— I, I agree with you. I agree I, with and, you. And I agree some guys might get worse, and, and maybe ultimately it'll, it'll be a, a wash. But I do think that there's something there 
to, to give these guys more of a chance. Right, and I agree with Mike. Uh, I think there is a reason to think that Jonu Smith and Nelson Aguilar, just to pick two guys, will be better. And, and I do think that Mike is right. Most fans look at guys and they say, that's what they are. Boom. But they also do it the other way. Like, they don't look at Kendrick Bourne. They say, well, he'll, he'll get better too. Maybe not. Maybe he goes the other way if, well, if Nelson Aguilar gets If better. you don't do anything different with your offense, then you've got a tape worth of Kendrick Bourne in the Patriots system, so he's easier, easier to defend in year two. And maybe Matthew Judon is more what he was in the second half of the year or in the first half of the year this season. Right. Oh, I refuse to believe that. No, and, I, and I I'm, not, no, I'm not telling you that's going to no, happen, no, but, what, 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 but, Mike but, says, but that's a possibility. I think the way that Mike said that is absolutely 100% correct. Fans and, and media alike, when we look at it, we always sort of look at, oh, you got this and this from Ag- from Bourne in, in Judon. You know, oh, we'll get that again. Right. Just like on the negative side, we got this and this from Aguilar and Smith. We'll get that again. Neither one, like all four of those guys could be wildly different than they were last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but just, you know, it's it's heating up. I know. It's heating I, up. I mean, I... I Hearing all the things from Bill and Robert Gray, I, I, it was really was the joint practices where it's just you realize we're going to be sitting there watching some real football soon, which is which is a, the yeah, blast. That's I, I mean I think that's the cool part. Like the rest, like I mean I know we haven't heard from Bill in 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 uh, a long time since you know since uh, you know the day after the season when he referred to the the game the night before as last year. <laughs> um, we haven't really heard from Bill at all. Yeah. So in that regard, it was interesting to hear him saying it, but. Nothing he said excited me in any way. I got to be honest with you. Um, it's like I think he has the same reservations that we all do. I uh, just one more point on the second year thing too is like I just I think Mac is such a big part of this, like a, a second year quarterback. Huge. You know, I think that that I, I'd love to get his real insight of just what what's the operation like. You know, from when you first got here in May last year with all these guys to now. I know reports were that John who's sticking around. Like, you know, when you guys get together now, how much more productive is it? Because they're not all, you know, waiting for the rookie quarterback to figure it out. Like, he's been there. He knows. Yeah. You know, it allows everybody to, to you know, just improve together. And I think that that, you know, overall my hope is that individually we might point to guys who were improved or worse from what they were last year. But my hope is that overall the offense as constituted, regardless of what they add in the draft, which I expect should be something that, that gives them some kind of boost on offense, that that it's going to be a little bit better than it was last year. I don't know if it's going to be all of a sudden, hey, we're just lighting people up left and right. It's hard to make that argument right now, but I just think based on what everything we've heard about Mac, what Mac did when he got here last year, I, I think he'll be better. Well, and I think that's I think Mac, a lot. I think Mac should you know should be better, and not just no as question. a player. And Bill intimated as a leader as well. Like he mentioned, like you know, I think we have a lot of leaders, and I think I think he mentioned you know Mac will yeah. become well, I just will think be, will become one of those young leaders. To take the mm-hmm. torch from the McCordys and the James Whites and interesting that Matthew say, Interesting that he said that too about when he kind of brought up those guys and it, and he almost went right to well they're not going to do it forever like I I just thought that was interesting it wasn't really he wasn't really pitching it as I mean I guess with Slater he was pitching as like an all time player coming back but you know with with McCordy it was more you know it's great to have these guys while we can. But other guys got to step up, and I think that you know, for everybody, that's like the theme of yeah, you got to find the next level of guys. Who's the next McCourty? Who's the next Slater? Who's going to carry that torch? That's what you got to find in these next year or two. Yeah. All right, eight five five Pats five hundred is the A Stick and Hut line. Web radio at Patriots.com is the email address. Oh. 
Little news. Oh, little news, we Deuce. News. It sounds like the uh, the overtime rules have uh, have passed. Sorry, I just oh. lost it on, on which one on Twitter. Yeah, uh, which one they go with? Because there was another one that Bert Breer was talking about today that seemed a little different than oh, the other please. ones. Oh, please, just I'm up. warming up to Bill's idea. Just do a 15 minute. I period. think Bill's had it right for years, as I've often do. You know, I'm often locked right. up with the the greatest coach of all time. Yeah. So the, it's the Eagles and Colts proposal has passed and it's permanent. Both teams will be guaranteed a possession in overtime postseason only. Post I think that's also only. a good rule that it's just for the postseason. I yeah. don't think they needed to do anything different in the regular season. So do you know that the parent, so if, if, an, if a team scores a touchdown, the next team gets a chance to score a touchdown and then they get a possession period. And then if they both score a touchdown, then it's sudden death. I guess that, I, I mean, don't love that. Oh, then it's sudden death. Yeah, I don't love that. Both teams are guaranteed a possession, but yeah. if both teams score, it becomes <laughs> sudden death. Be the next thing. I don't we like didn't it. get to touch it again. Right. <laughs> I don't like <laughs> it. We got it twice. We only got it once. I actually think that opens the door for more inequity like that. In that, you know, everybody says, "Oh, just stop them." Well, you didn't stop us. Yeah. And right, Mike Tomlin. As much as I've gained oh. respect for him, I love. Do you really have to come out and say, "I'm not afraid of sudden death"? I'm not. You're not out there playing. I'm not afraid of sudden death. Yeah. Like, okay, you're Mr. It, tough Guy. Put it away. Will you please yeah, really? put your muscles away? Jeez. You can tell by those sunglasses he's not afraid of anybody. Yeah, I do like I, – I have to admit, <laughs> I do – cool. and, and, and I've come full circle on Mike Tomlin. I do find him entertaining. I, I enjoy yeah. listening to him, but that was a little right. much. I, like, okay. You know, he has a lot of those little, uh, like, for, you know, you know, we're looking for volunteers, not hostages, things yeah. like that. Yeah. He has a lot of those over the years that yeah. kind of make me chuckle. Yeah. <laughs> it's like at some point, you, you guy, hey. Yeah. You're a football coach. But, you know, that kind not, of thing, not at war. like the first time Pittsburgh's in the playoffs and they lose because of a sudden death situation, he's going to get, you know. Yeah, I don't think he will. No. 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 I don't think he will. He won't pull the Rocky. I'm afraid. All right. <laughs> no, but they'll make fun of <laughs> him. You're human, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. All right. 855-PATS-500. Ace Ticket Hotline. Web radio at pages.com is the email address. Justin in Rhode Island writes in, hypothetical question. If the Jags offered to trade Trevor Lawrence for Mac Jones for an equal trade, would you do it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I would. Yeah. I would, too. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, that said, I'm very, very pleased that Mac Jones is our quarterback, but I recognize the talent of Trevor Lawrence. I'm sorry. Come on. Yeah. I mean, as much as I want to tell you, like, well, nope, Tom, he's the next Tom Brady. Mac Jones is the next Tom Brady, and I don't want anyone else other than him for all eternity. Like, I yeah. would really wonder – what Bill thinks of Mac Jones? Like I, I would really like, like what to his unco- like just un- un- uncensored, uncensored, complete criticism. Like right, just and, break and down compare, contrast what he really thinks, really thinks of Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. In thought of Brady at a similar stage in his yeah. career, you know, yeah. And I would really like to compare and contrast that, and because um, I, I mean, I know a lot has been made over the years of Bill, you know, sort of. Through through other outlets, expressing the you know the notion that he feels like he could win with average quarterback. Play, yeah, you know, and I think that quote that was in, in the latest book was from Joe Judge. It was like right. from a, a maybe, former maybe Patriots once. Set, oh, right. You know, like but a, name me the team top, with an average quarterback, quarterback that consistently won a top fifteen quarterback. Anybody in the top fifteen they could win with, and maybe once. I don't think. Oh yeah, there's outliers to everything. Right. You know. Like Joe Flacco caught fire and right. know, was was phenomenal for one postseason. Right, Brad Johnson and what's his name? Yeah, those Trent guys. Were, but those guys were caretakers. Yeah, those guys just had special teams. Like Peyton Manning with that with the 
Broncos, Broncos. defense. Yep. You know, he wasn't Peyton Manning anymore. Right. But Joe Flacco was as much the reason the Ravens won in 2012 as anything else that was going on. I mean, he just yeah. played out of his mind in the playoffs. Yeah. That's why you went up to him afterwards, right? Uh, that was that well, year. No, he yes. went to a smaller school. <laughs> Well, That's why he. Well, I did. I told him the story. That was yeah. my was my son's first ever football game. Was Delaware Northeastern. Wow. And Joe Flacco was the quarterback throwing to Ben Patrick. Remember yeah. Ben Patrick, yeah. tight end for the Cardinals. Oh God. Yeah. Deep Northeastern beat him. <laughs> uh, well, and he's like, yeah, nice story. All right, I gotta go. Then they dropped the pro. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> All right, good talking. Good for yeah. some reason, he was looking at his watch. He's like, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. Is, is this he story going to go long? He seems like a good guy. No, just, he was you know, great. He was based great. on when he, he goes, just that's, passed that's us that's and went so to the cool. porter potty in Philadelphia. <laughs> like, that's so cool. That's he said, "You're going to the Super Bowl." I, I told him. Well, even remember when he when he won the MVP and they had like the 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 he goes, "I get a car." He's a good dude. I, uh, He's just a goof, you know. He they couldn't stop him in that 12 game though, man. They he just they were on fire that second half. No, he I think he threw like 12 touchdowns and no picks in that postseason, like something like that. Right up the seam, over and over and over again. Uh, Tony writes in. I'm beginning to wonder whether the Patriots are now back to the franchise of my youth. 1970s good for a couple of years under Chuck Fairbanks. 80s good for a year or two. 90s good for three to four years. Last 20 years, heaven on earth spectacular. Are we back to the times where we hope there is a year or two in the next 10 where we can realistically win one, even two playoff games and dream of competing for a conference championship? I'm sorry to say it, but alas, yes. Oh, no! We suck again! <laughs> well, that, that's most, most teams. Most teams have that. You know, I, it, it's, it's, it's not that uncommon to be in that place. Um, you know, that, that's what it is. The, the outlier is you got 20 years of, of awesomeness. That, that doesn't happen. Uh, James Pettigrew, the most interesting Patriots fan in the world, writes in at least 15 to 20 minutes on Will Smith. I rarely ask for anything. <laughs> Maybe later. Maybe we'll get into Missed that the pre-show. Later. I mean, it's, I don't know why, but all the sports shows did – talk about that yesterday oh it, and it's because like maybe will smith played a lot and was in some sports movies no it's not why it's just like this well, is the only thing anybody's talking well, we're not about. talking about ukraine i mean you know because that's not the only thing anybody's talking about well, it might be the most important thing that's going on in the world right now but yeah all right you don't hear a lot of people talking about it upstairs do you a little later we'll talk about heard it. a lot of will smith talk <laughs> upstairs uh eight eight five five pats 500 let's get over to the phones will willems and Philem. what's up william What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? Good. Hey, Will. Hey, hey, Mike. How you doing? Good. Uh, uh, just maybe three questions, and that's it. Uh, Fred, I wouldn't be opposed to what you said about uh, Barkley or Christian McCaffrey. The problem is, though, man, they dogged them so badly, and, you know, everything ran through them. You know, they didn't have no Yeah, I wouldn't do that. So they, yeah. You know, and I understand it, what Paul is saying. I mean, I, I agree with that. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to the Barkley situation, but it's just uh, he's just injury prone at this point. You know what I mean? So, um, but I wouldn't be opposed to it a little bit. Though. I don't know how that would work out, though. But I would I wouldn't give him nothing. It wouldn't. I wouldn't trade up nothing big for him. I right? Yeah. Like if you're just gonna tell me you're gonna drop Saquon Barkley into onto my team, right into my lap, I don't have to give up anything for him or whatever. Absolutely. I, I'm not gonna yeah. tell you he's not better than Damian Harris. Of course he is. Mm-hmm. This is not a football and, thing. I, I just I don't think it's the, very realistic. Yeah. And the Jabril Peppers, I hope they sign out. I've been a fan since he was at Michigan. He he can do, he's a jack of all trades. He can do anything, just about put him in any position: receiver, kick returner, you know, strong safety, free safety, linebacker. So if you watch him, William, have you watched him a lot as a pro? Yeah. 
Why is this going to be his third team in six seasons? Would be well, he was the uh, Odell help, trade. Help is how he went. Season? No, I'm just saying this is going to be his third team in six years. Yeah, because the two was well, if the Patriots sign him or whoever he goes, no, to. wherever he goes, yeah, it's true. going to be his third team in six years. Yeah, right. I think right. he's a pretty good player too. I I have no problem if the Patriots were looking into signing him, even though mm-hmm. I think they have a glut of safeties. I'm all for bringing good players. Into, I wonder if he's going to like onto the roster. The Brandon Cooks thing, first round draft pick who. You know, has that behind him, but teams don't want to pay the first round Freddy. draft. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's a great yeah. one. Brandon yeah. Cooks, yeah. right? Been on a million teams, right. and I think he's a good. That's a great, yeah, yeah. tough, great spot. I mean, He's ended two of the last three years on IR too. So yeah, yeah. first round and, pick uh, coming in. He and might be a little too small to play that style that we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, my last, nickel. my last question is, uh, okay, so y'all were talking about the Nelson annual. So let me let me be. Uh, let me keep my keep my expectations down. With you know you, Paul, and Mike talking about Nelson Nelson Aguilar and Janu, and they second year, why not? So I, I know I've been rubbing that off a little bit, but I mean it, it makes sense. So let's just see what these boys can do in their second year. But I mean I ain't expecting too much. Like I said, Nelson Aguilar, like I told you, Mike, I'm not expecting. I don't know what this thing. I don't know. What, I, that's why I said to you, I don't know what you expecting from him. Janu, I give him a pass because I. You know, he, he kind of missed training camp and stuff, so I kind of give him a pass. So, But Nelson Aguilar, if he doesn't evolve, then, I mean, just just prepare yourself, and hopefully the Patriots will put something in order, like this is why the draft is here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Other than that, you know, I'm all for it, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm well, all for it. Let's, let's Thanks, William. I mean, I, I think there's something to be said with, with Aguilar being that, you know, role of downfield guy and, you know, a rookie quarterback. Like, I can at least have some kind of argument with myself saying, you know, there's a reason. Max should be able to get the ball downfield a little more, understanding protection better, you know. So, and there were there were glimmers of here and there. And I have seen two. a lot like, of stories from the analytics about his routes and how he wasn't really targeted to the yeah. level. Yeah, I mean, there are. If you want to well, look for it, you can. Here's what worries it. me most about him. It's upstairs. Didn't he get in the dog? House right away here. There was something weird during camp. I remember right. where we weren't sure if him and Bill had words on the field or something, and yeah. then he, and then he didn't play the rest of practice. Yeah. I mean, that was I OTAs. Think, I think that's like right, June. and I hadn't even thought of that until he just said it. There was some kind of quirkiness. Yeah, yeah. But I would say, I mean, just personal opinion. I, you know, I, I got a good vibe from him. It seemed like he was, you know, invested and, and had his head on straight. Well, whatever that's, what, that's yeah. worth. You should, you should put that on Twitter. <laughs> you be like on one of the writers. <laughs> Nelson uh, Aguilar. <laughs> The uh, the one thing that sticks out with me, you know, and I always, you know me, I get my, my antenna go up when you start to see a lot of the same kinds of phraseology being used by different writers and whatnot. A lot of attention suddenly being played, uh, paid to him being here for the off-season program. And he wasn't here. Smith? Uh, Smith. Yeah. John o. Smith, I yeah. should say. Yes, John o. Smith. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't here last year. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So, like, to me, it's kind of like the last straw. Yeah. Like, let's see if we can squeeze something out of this guy. I think, you know what I always think, right? when, whenever they're talking about something like that all the time, I go back to the Chad Jackson rule. Really smart. Really smart. Like, we got him up on the board and gave yeah. him a play. Like, I, I, question in the back. I don't remember asking you if I thought, if you thought Chad Jackson was smart enough to pick up the sit. Why are you telling me? unsolicited all these times about how smart Chad Jackson is. My question here is, why are we hearing all of these things about what John O. Smith's going to be doing 
in the offseason as the year two guy, and we have a lot of young guys under contract, and he's going to be here for the offseason. Pro- mm-hmm. So that's what we're saying now is yeah. the reason why he didn't pan out last year. He was not here. Got it. I okay. think he's. Uh, I think he's. Real yeah, but that doesn't explain the end of the season. I can see the beginning of the season totally slow Fred. start. Right. Totally, but, Fred. But by the end yeah. of the season, come on. Yeah, I just don't think he looks like a very fluid, natural football player. Right. So he's an athlete. He's a great athlete. We, mean, we all get excited because that one play in preseason where it's like he can do things. Oh, I yeah. think he can. Yeah, I think he is athletically gifted. But now, after watching him last year. I'm seeing why Tennessee only had him catch 45 balls. Yeah. I, I think he's really interesting just because I, I think what we saw from him in camp and during the season in little bits were like what he does well. And it seemed like they knew what he did well and they were, you know, trying to get him little screen passes, little underneath, let him run. It never looked comfortable. No. And, you know, I just I wonder how much of it is Clunky. the nuance of. You know, like the, like the quarterbacks, the instincts. The, the instincts. Like, like, he'll like catch he was, the ball in space and it, like, it takes him a second to. Gather himself. Yeah. And yeah. Well, I thought more so boom. than that. I, yeah. I thought he always looked like he was, like his his steps would be choppy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he was thinking, okay, I need to make sure I get ready to cut at seven yards. Yeah. Like, right. That's my point. Like exactly. That, yeah, yeah. That was exactly he, where I, I was. Like going I think with when it. you got the ball, and I think that's what the the adjustment that that Bill and Josh made last year was. Let's stop making this guy think. Let's just put the ball in his yeah. hands. Let's hand it to him eight or ten times. Let's throw a couple of tight end screens to him. Let's have him drag across the field on the plays that Mike is talking about. Yeah. Nothing that he has to think too much. Just catch the ball and run with it. I think yeah. it's, I, and that's where I was exactly where I was heading, Paul. It was, it, it, it just seemed like he couldn't quite get in sync with the offense. And you know, you see so many times with like Brady, where he'd be walking with a receiver and he, you know, like slowly go and then. Right here at this is where you put your right foot, and then you look, and the ball's going to be – like, everything was is down to, the like, the millimeter in terms of where they want to put right. the ball, where they want the routes to go, when they break, and it just didn't seem like he could get in sync with that. So I have some hope that, like, maybe he gets a little bit more in sync with that. I do, too. But I also wonder – you played to his strengths last year. Like I couldn't sit here and tell you they didn't do what he did in Tennessee. They did. Like I mean, that, they tried to get him the ball in space and let him run off the sidelines. That's what he did. You know, how do they evolve? Does you know? Does the Jakob Johnson thing, the fullback, do they get him out of the backfield more? Do they use him that way? So how good. do they change? And 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 good who's going to change? Who's going to put the thought into this of how do we elevate the office? And I think that speaks to what people are concerned about with our Matt Patricia and Joe Judge, good football coaches, absolutely. Are they innovative, offensive minds that can, you know, adjust and, and throw curveballs at other teams? You have no, you have no evidence of that. So that that's that's a big question, and you know, just something I think generally, team fans want to be excited about their offense. It's all about offense now, and you know, oh, the wide zone and oh, Sean McVay and all the things that they do, and you know, you don't want to go in thinking, well, we're just going to have a conventional kind of offense. You want to, and and I like that about Josh. You felt like Josh thought outside the box and had a lot of different stuff. So. How are they going to use guys different? What's going to look different and how they're trying to unpack their offense? I think those are the things for OTAs that will be fascinating. Uh, let's go to Rashad in Baltimore. What's up, Rashad? Hey, what's up, what's up, what's up? Hey, um, hey Rashad. Let me see. I guess I got, uh, I got, I got two, two non-Patriot-related uh, questions and then one Patriot-related question. First, um, um, for 2019, when the Patriots drafted Nikhil Harry, I wanted them to draft Lamar Jackson. I know, I mean, I know they still had Brady, but I wanted them to draft Lamar Jackson because I, you know, I'm one of the future, and I just thought he was, you know, he was like the next big thing. Now, uh, what do y'all think about that? 
Lamar. I'm not. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember being like I, I remember thinking, wow, here's a guy that is highly rated that's still available. Yeah. Um, but I didn't. I wasn't like. Okay, I have to be honest. Yeah. I had the same kind of thought. Yeah. I thought Lamar Jackson was a dynamic athlete, but I wasn't sure he'd ever be able to throw well enough to be as successful as he already has been. And there's still questions about how well he throws. Yeah. You're still but he is so electric as a runner that I think any team that didn't have a quarterback would say, sure, I'll take that. Yep. Okay, okay, okay. And then um, my second one, um, the top four tight ends in the league, because um, me and my friends are having a debate, is Kelsey, Kittle, Andrews, and Waller. Is that correct or no? Without giving it any thought, I would say that sounds good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, am I missing someone? Kelsey and Kittle. I mean, I, yeah, me. I don't think anybody would argue with yeah, that. I think Gronk has fallen off. I don't think he's, you know, but yeah, he and, still and has I, his moments. And I would say that there are, you know, there's a lot of good tight ends. Yeah. I don't know how many great ones there are, but there are a lot of good ones. And my last one was the uh, the Patriots one. Um, as a Patriots fan, like, we we don't really have, like, no really, like, no real fan favorites. I mean, besides, you know, Edelman, but he's old. But I'm talking about, like, yep. jerseys. Because, yep. like, yeah. I was thinking about, like, you know, the jerseys I've gotten. The last real jerseys I've gotten, I think it was a Gronkowski jersey. But it's like we don't really have any players, you know, yep. that'll stay long enough to where you, you know, you don't want to get their jersey because. Well, yeah, certainly not that, you know, like Dave Andrews has been here for a while, but who's buying a center's jersey? Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah who's buying an old, yeah. Yeah. I, lo- I, I love it, Rashad. I, I, th- I think about that a lot. I mean, I think it, it just kind of. Of course you do, right? Well, I think it sums it up. <laughs> it sums it up where they're at, you yeah. know? If you're going to buy a jersey, and, 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 you want to buy a young player who's exciting and going to be there for a while. And, and, and who would you say other than Mac right now? I mean, maybe Stevenson, but I think there's just. It speaks to the drafts and, and the last, yeah, lack well, of success. Maybe, maybe maybe Kendrick Bourne, if he can, if he can, can you know, continue what he's doing. Yeah, maybe if he can stay what he's doing. But and and Deuce, I had just a bonus question for you. Of all the Patriots Super Bowl runs and put your fandom hat on, yeah. which one was your favorite? Oh, twenty fourteen. 2014 for sure. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, that, that was my that was my same one too. I, I would say just because I was a, a pure fan for the first three, you know, just not invested any more than just a real fan. And then in 06, I really got into online blogging, message boards, and so for that whole space between like say 2006 season to 2014, I was in it. And so every loss from 05 through then, I was just devastated. And so that one that one meant the most to me, especially with how the game went. And you're back. like, here yeah. we go. Yeah, yeah, over yeah. Again, that's another that's stupid play. That's a good play. one, though. I, I, I think I might pick 14, Chiefs, too. We're on to Cincinnati. Yeah. And then uh, the Ravens game, yeah. I went to, I, I, yeah I, there was I, one blowout, but I yeah. see, I like that when they're, you know, when, when you win a, a game when the other team actually fought back. Yeah. And I think just that the back and forth that Ravens game, just like I would say, um, you know, the, the the way it was in 2001 obviously will be special because it was the first one but i think 14 is yeah. a good pick by especially Deuce. because you you, you remember those those playoff games too like who they beat in 16 i probably really have to think about it for a second other than the well, 28 to 3 it was all. one of the it was one of the only times since like Houston you know the turn of the Pittsburgh. you know the, the the whatever the 2010 on you know they, they didn't have a cupcake yeah in the division round now i think they blew out the the double buy, Colts, right? Yeah, fourteen. Yeah. yeah, Andrew Luck. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, we'll double buy that year though with the Ravens. We're going to take a quick break. Come back, get to more calls and emails here on Patriots Unfiltered. 
Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. The ruling on the field stands. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith. A belief in what you're striving toward. And a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments. A world of investing. We are patriots, and our standards are a little different. We don't just carry the hopes of a city, but the hopes of an entire region. For us, no uphill battle is ever too high to climb, and our favorite ring is the next one. Our job isn't done until the final down is played, and everyone knows we gave it our all. We the fans march forward with the power to do what it takes. Just like we've done time and time again. We are the home field advantage. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the New England Patriots and stand with them as they defy the odds. Copyright 2020 Bank of America Corporation. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning, and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code 
Pats to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. The ruling on the field stands. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx Delivery. Game Day Spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith. A belief in what you're striving toward. And a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments. A world of investing. We are patriots, and our standards are a little different. We don't just carry the hopes of a city, but the hopes of an entire region. For us, no uphill battle is ever too high to climb, and our favorite ring is the next one. Our job isn't done until the final down is played, and everyone knows we gave it our all. We the fans march forward with the power to do what it takes. Just like we've done time and time again. We are the home field advantage. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the New England Patriots and stand with them as they defy the odds. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence data Q2 2020. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra. 
95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. A.B. Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. The ruling on the field stands. We delivered jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith. A belief in what you're striving toward and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. And now, great moments in history. And Steve wants to know, why, Eric, do you hate emailers? Why does he hate everybody? He's very, I don't he's hate very emailers. today, too. I, know I hate bad saying. emailers. See? Doesn't like the weather. Yep. See? It's raining. Yep. Raining makes Eric a sad oh, boy. I have to admit. <laughs> no, the fact that I had to put boy. jeans on this morning really got me mad. Yep. It's like August and I'm wearing yeah. long pants. Staring at the khaki shorts. It's Sorry, pantalones. guys. Not today. Good thing I wore them, too. It was cold. And Paul wears mom jeans, by the way. <laughs> well, my jeans are like old so school. They're old so school. old. Yeah. And they're so worn out. Acid washed. Ripped yeah. jeans. They're not like even the acid. 80s. They're not even acid washed. They just look at. They're like they're bell bottoms. You don't have like yeah. the tight like bell bottoms. They're, like, they're like bell bottoms. Shut up! I thought he was gonna wear like tight table platform jeans. shoes. That, was, that would be. No, I don't little. do. I don't do the Euro jeans. <laughs> Gotta grease the legs to get in for obvious reasons. <laughs> That's another great moment from. All right, back here on Patriots Unfiltered, 855 Path 500 is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Web radio at patriots.com is the email address. 
Um, ugh, anything happened during lunch we need to talk about? No, I just I, no, nothing uh, out of the owners' meetings today about any of the continuation of the COVID adjustment rules. None of that. They I just saw that they're gonna they're gonna meet in, again in May. So it seems like they um, they changed the overtime rule and then as as well as on kickoffs. I think as many people can be in the box. They they could restrict some. They changed. They they kept that the they way kept it was that, last they year. They kept right? it. They kept that. Um, and otherwise, that that was it. There was some um, some interesting data on the injuries last year. The head injuries. They did drop. Yeah, um, that was one thing, and they talked about the replays. the The number of actual reviews dropped from twenty twenty, and the time, uh, the average time of each one dropped as well, which they what? felt like was an indication that that uh, system is working. Yeah, because so, yeah. we saw it a million times, like where it looked like they let a play run through and a team returned something, you know, seventy yards for a touchdown, and you're like. And the, you see the referee in the goal line put his ha- hands up, but you're like, I, I, this didn't even look close to me. And then before they, they even had to go through the replay process, the, right. the guy in the sky, the sky what I, I th- is it called a sky judge? Is that, I, I, don't I don't know. Um, but, you know, the, they obviously had communication with the referee. and they Listen, I wrote, The ruling on the field was an incomplete pass. You know, I wrote I, in the 90s in on. Patriots Football Weekly that's what they should do. They finally good. listened to me. Just have somebody who can do it yeah. with the authority right away. Have somebody, yeah. yes. <clears throat> yeah, and I think it's the command center in New York, but th- I think Fred's thing would be even better. Just have one guy at every, you know, just one guy in charge. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. just the, you know, that has judge. all the angles and yeah, and he can quickly move can and correct not things. And I think yeah. they yeah. call it uh, the Hawkeye technology, which was giving um, people access to the re- replays quicker and not being reliant on the network right. and the different angles and whatnot. Yep. Uh, let's get back to the phones. Uh, Spee and Fresno's been hanging on. Thanks, Spee. What's up? I think we got the new A-team today here. No, oh, no doubt. Subtraction. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah, addition by subtraction. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I like. I actually like print everything with a C the more that I thought about it. Because um, it's just, you know, it goes with this, like, pomposity and, like, how he kind of claims his dilettante expertise and everything. It's also called back to, like, the... The Prince of Tides thing a little bit. I'm, I'm going with Prince everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shut Screw it. you, bitch. Anyway. <laughs> uh, I wanted to like, follow up on the thing last week calling about where Bill and the Schuler record, you know, kind of not wanting to risk the three more losses a, a season thing by playing the young developing players instead kind of just sticking with, like, your thumper veteran middle class. You know, that's, the, that's good enough to win you enough to lose in the wild card round. And I, I had been thinking that maybe that was that kind of Bill's scheme in order to get the Shula record, but maybe that's not the real intent behind it. Maybe it's just that Bill's doing what he's always done. Uh, and, and, like, maybe he just hasn't or maybe doesn't know how to, like, have a team-building process in the post-Brady era. You know, like, you were talking before about, like, winning with a, a top-15 quarterback. Maybe that's just not in Bill's skill set. I don't know. take. Hmm. Okay. Thanks, B. I, I'm trying to think how to respond. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't I, know. I mean, I don't. I don't get it. I usually I'm big on Spee's interaction. I don't get this one. What, yeah. Well, like, building without a top-flight quarterback is different than you know. Like people said, I you know listened to the radio this morning. They were talking about how Brady was the ultimate band-aid. You know, you could make mistakes and Brady would cover them up, which is true. That's why I like to call him human spackle. Yeah, which is true. It's it's true. And so if you don't have a top-flight quarterback, you know. 
um, it's different. It's you have to worry about things maybe you don't have to when you have that guy. Right. You know. I. I but I, but it's. I'll go back to what I said, and you can yell at me. It's football, and I think Bill knows football, and I think he knows football players. Yeah. I. I just I think about. I'm going to say something really fine. controversial right now, Mike. <laughs> I'm against violence against women. That's right. I'm very anti on the limb. Strong, domestic strong violence. Right. I'm really, really against that. Perillo comes Fred out thinks, strong. You might argue. You might yell at me, but Some it's football. Might say. It's football, and Bill knows football. You might argue with me, Mike. I I, I, I do believe that, and I think I said on the show last week that you know that they he has you know a very a lot of things that he believes about composition of teams and balancing veterans and and all that. I I just wonder. How much of where he is now do you feel like was established kind of in at New York and Cleveland through those experiences? And, you know, he came in and then how did it evolve from that point over the last 20 years when he was here? He had full control. He was able to start to get the pieces in place that he needed. Um, so it wasn't, you know, every year I'm trying to rebuild the team. You know, certainly Brady was a big part of that. But I just I wonder how his philosophy changed over time, uh, you know, from where he started coming here from Cleveland, what he took from that experience, you know, all the different things, this, the scouting language that they all speak. Um, you know, I know those things probably are still the same, but uh, just in terms of building a team, the dynamic, you know, wanting the right mix of, you know, you don't want to be too young. You don't want to be too old. You need elements of both. Well, and you have um, to adapt because what's changing below you when I'm talking about the college game mm -hmm. and the players yeah. coming out of college yeah. and the high school kids going into college you have to adapt you have yeah. you can't you can't you know we're going to be a 3-4 team and that's what we are you know when you don't have enough people to do to do a 3-4 defense yeah. you know and then but I then there'll also be guys and and you know I don't necessarily subscribe to this but that you know it's oh, he finds market inefficiencies and he knows you know when the, this kind of player is undervalued he stocks I I don't really believe all that, but I, I do believe that that he has a you know a chemistry to it that he believes in, and I would just be curious how how it's changed, and you know how much does it change when, of course, you got like well we got Brady, so do we really you know need to do that? Now we're back yeah. to yeah, we really do need to make sure that this thing is is taken care of because we don't have that you know leeway. Yeah, I think I think that you know a lot of people like you know yearn for the past. I think football's better than ever. And because of the diversity in offense, you know, like before you had mostly everybody was a pocket passer back when I was a kid. You know, now you have some teams that pocket passers, some teams are running quarterbacks, some te teams have guys that can do both. And you can't have just one defense. You have to be able to adapt to the different offenses that are on your schedule. Yeah. You know, you, there's no, there's no way around it. The thing I, I, I found interesting and and I see this too with and maybe I connect with a little bit more uh, with hockey but just how much better the sport is now with the players and I think you certainly see it with the wide receiver position with all the 7 on 7 that kids play and you just get you know when I was growing up I mean there certainly were towns that had pop warner and kids that got some experience some kids like me a little too chubby I don't know how that happens you're too you're too big to play football when you're a kid but that was me um, but a lot of me and my friends we didn't play till freshman year of high school that's when hey here you go we're playing football now now you have kids who you know like when I lived in California my boss's son who was going to Arizona you know like he was all year long flag football camps and he's I mean he's a quarterback a lot goes into oh, it but like, like Brady like Brady what do you mean I had a throw-in coach when he was a sophomore in high yeah. school. Yeah. I, so, like, I mean, I mean it's just it's continuing Max, to build on that. And, I mean, and Max has been all over the country with it. Um, 
But I guess I connect with it a little bit more of hockey because I played and, you know, I see those players. And it's the same kind of thing where it's, you know, you've got all these like stick handling coaches and all this different stuff that goes into it now. And just the skill level is is so much greater. And, and, and I get it. Sometimes it feels like you're not tapping those modern pieces that have really kind of gotten better and developed in recent years. You're still kind of looking at it as, you know, kids who by the time they get here, they've only been a receiver for eight years, four years of high school, four years right. of college. You know? But, you know. They get into college, they've seen a lot already because they did it in high school. Then by the time they get – and I think that's why you're seeing so many of these wide receivers hit it right away. You're throwing so much more in college right. now. I mean, this is, there's no power. They come right in and, and they, they yeah, That produce. part of it, I agree with you. I like that better because I like the, the fact that you know the, the passing game, you, know, you can have quarterbacks and, and receivers come into the league and you don't have to wait four or five years before these guys really – yeah, mature into their prime. I, I wonder if Bill like Walsh that. was alive now if he'd amend his philosophy that you know every quarterback needs like three years on the bench. I wonder if he changed his his mindset there because it, things are different now. Yeah, well, I mean, it's and I see both sides of it too because I see on one hand you're throwing the ball a lot more; these these passing games are, are more complex, but you're also seeing the whole team look at the sideline. Wait for the coach to yeah. tell them what to do. That stuff I don't like. And then they yeah. all go. So, yeah. you know, and then you wonder, well, when he gets into a situation where all of a sudden the defense all shifts and you can't talk to the coach anymore because the communication's cut off, you know, are you able to process and, and, and manage that situation too? So it's, it's a double-edged sword. I, 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 think, I, I think for quarterbacks, as long as they know why the coach on the sideline called what he called and understands the reasoning behind it, I think, you know, you can – Learn that way too. It's interesting you say that word. That was um, I, I remember hearing Matt Hasselbeck randomly. I saw him last week, but I remember him saying oh, well, he he really you know talking to people last week. Uh, but I remember him saying I really made a, a significant stride in my career as a quarterback when I started understanding why right. we were doing things and right. not just what's the play call, get it off. Why are we doing this? And then I, I was understanding more conceptually how to how to play the position. And, yes, you know, and, and 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 I think to connect it to Mac a little bit. You know, do you have some physical concerns about him? Sure. But I think his processing ability and his ability to throw with anticipation does offset some of, some of his weaknesses. And I think that then goes back to what's the ceiling for a quarterback like that where you already come in, you kind of understand it. Is it that much better if you understand it faster or, you know, or you're able to pick out flaws or things that, you know, you've seen before as you gain that experience? So I think that's the big question. What what? As, as excited as I was last year, hey, we got a rookie quarterback coming in. What's this going to be like? Now it's like, all right, we've seen Mac. We've seen what he was as a rookie. What's it going to look like now? How are they going to change things? And, right. you know, that, that, that'll that be a big button. Uh-oh. Oh. Um, we have a guest caller. And uh, it's Eric with a K. Eric calling in from the owner's meeting. What's up, Eric? Yeah, well, I, uh, I'm actually on a plane right now. But, uh, <laughs> oh, you're on a plane. Was, uh, yeah. Oh, it was a quick meeting. They got their business done real quick. Okay, so and uh, what do you have to report? Well, I'm sure you guys have already mentioned it, but the uh, the somewhat controversial overtime rule did pass today. Yeah, yeah. Um, just for the playoffs, though, right? Like, only for the playoffs, right? But but it seems like they just are postponing the inevitable. So each team gets a chance at it, and if you're tied after that, it's sudden death all over again. So in the case of like. KC and Buffalo, if Buffalo had gotten the ball and gone down and scored inside the game, and then KC comes back and gets a field goal, game's over. So right. you're just kind of postponing. Well, you wouldn't kick a field goal. I don't really understand the, yeah. you know? Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, so you say it was controversial. People were talking about it. Like how many people liked it and how many people didn't if you took a quick straw poll? Well, that, that, that's a good question. I think most people were in favor of doing something with overtime. but uh, and, and there seemed, seemed to be a sentiment to do it for the playoffs only. So not too surprising that that part of it passed. But just, I don't know. I don't know if there's a perfect solution other than the ones that we've already talked about, you know, in the past with, you know, letting letting it play out until somebody Fit. scores more points than the other, right. not Fit. necessarily in a sudden death format. Play an extra quarter, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 right. Yeah. Um, what else? What, what else yeah. did you learn? I was traveling, Eric. Yeah. Say again? How, how was the traveling, and uh, did you get any good food down there? Oh, yeah. We got some good food down here. Yes, it's always... That's always a priority on trips, as you, as you well know. Yeah, but I mean, there wasn't much. There wasn't much news coming out. I mean, the, the big buzz was all about you know the AFC really was dominating the conversation down here with all the all the transactions that have that have gone on over the past two weeks. And you know, obviously, we talked to the owner this morning. Yeah, um, we talked, and to that was uh, well. You know, he's, he's setting the bar high. He wants to compete this year. So you know, kind of yeah. what you've been saying. All along, Fred is, is kind of what he's thinking. Yeah. What about um, NFL wise scuttlebutt about Deshaun Watson? And he, what? What's you know what? His name. Uh, you know, other than the trade, and you know, helping the AFC be that much more competitive in that conference in that division. His name really hasn't come up. Because you know, it's, I'm, I was, it's almost like the commissioner uh, frowned upon that sort of discussion no, no, at I, the owners' meetings. I was I was surprised to hear, and I don't know how many it is, but. Long-time Cleveland fans saying, I'm done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen some of that. Yeah. yeah. I always don't really buy it, but yeah. I have seen it. Yeah. Like, yeah. for how long? Had, <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, until they start winning games. Then, right. Then they'll be back. So. Yeah. Well, but no, such a bad guy. Really been a topic of conversation. Okay. So, all right. Well, um, other than that. Yeah. So you're on a plane waiting to take off? Is you, You're on the, t- you're on yeah. the runway? Yeah. yeah. So pardon the... Uh, Pardon the background noise. That's what's going on. Uh, masks required. Oh yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, masks required. It, TSA. Did you were you able to get through TSA on that special thing that you have? I I was. It took it took me uh, took me less time to get through there than it took to call into the show. Yeah, I didn't know if like you had updated it since you hadn't been traveling for two years. If that requires no, update. it's good for a certain amount. Of, it's good for a certain amount of time. You have to renew it every so often, but I'm right. good for now. Okay. Uh, how how annoyed is the person sitting next to you right now? Sorry, Paul, I couldn't hear you. <laughs> that was Deuce. <laughs> I I just wonder oh. now if the, if you're sitting next to anybody right now and uh, if they're annoyed with you. Oh yeah. Oh, full, full flight. Full flight. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They're loving it. Just got to call into my radio show real quick. Excuse me. Is, <laughs> is everybody on the flight like a lot of people from the meeting? Um, I haven't seen anybody actually. Oh, you were the only from one there. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I did see somebody I recognized in the next gate who was going to uh, Boston. Yeah, you're uh, flying into Providence, right? That's right. Yeah. Oh, I see. Oh. When, so no, one, no one would be. Why would you be going back to Providence? What, He's what, probably, on an, empty, He's probably on an empty flight. For your snack, do you get the biscuit or the pretzels <laughs> or the nuts? Oh, I try to get both. Oh, you ask for the both. Biscuit and the pretzel. Yeah. When you call, well, no, does it hurt in the chest or the throat? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I hope they have a, a vegetarian uh, platter offering on the on the menu. <laughs> All right. I'll see you. All right. We'll see. All right, you, safe we'll travels. See you later. Safe travels, right. Underscore. We'll yeah. see you. So no news to report. I. I <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs>
Yeah. Well, you, I mean, he did start to talk about Robert, and you're like, we already talked about right. that. Yeah. <laughs> sort of like, I think that's probably what he was calling. Well, one of for. the things that I think he did was he was supposed to go around did. to all the other coaches. Yeah, yeah. he did. Yeah. He, he got, uh, you know, the AFC arms race kind of deal. Yeah. I know he talked to, well, he didn't talk to you. He got quotes from Sean McDermott, Andy Reid. Um, Harbaugh. Someone uh, else uh, in the uh, AFC. Uh, Cincinnati. Yes, Zach Taylor. Yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he he went around the league a little bit, um, and basically around the league is the AFC because that's yeah. that's where the arms race is. Yeah. All right, uh, let's get back to the phones. Uh, Dave's in Manitoba, Canada. What's up, Dave? Hey, Dave. How much? How are you? Good. Uh, got an opinion and a trivia question for you guys if you have the time. Oh, sure. Love it. Eagerly anticipating uh, the trivia. Excellent. My opinion is uh, I'm glad to hear you guys talking about football again these last few weeks of just contract talk is it's disturbing in my books like when we got randy moss i can vividly remember everybody being excited about a star receiver nobody cared about what he got paid or what it was going to cost us because he wasn't making any money well everybody cared the second year when he signed that contract extension people cared well, they cared, but, I mean, a guy like Darren Waller and Devontae Adams are going to be playing together, and I haven't heard boo about it. All they care about is that he got $140 million. And, yeah, just my opinion. I'm, I'm tired of hearing contract talks, and I want to talk about football. Okay. I'm, pro- I'm probably alone on that one. <laughs> All right. What's your trivia right, question? Let's get to it. Um, in the 2014 season, week six, the Patriots beat the Bills 37-22. And Brady hit passes to four wide receivers, three tight ends, two running backs, and a fullback. Wow. Can you guys name the ten players? Oh, God. Oh. Oh. I, I, what, is, I, what is the question? 2014, 37, say 37-21. 37-22. 22-win over the Bills. Week six? Yep. 27 Who were the ten people that Brady hit? Four, four wide receivers, three tight ends, two running backs, and a fullback. No idea. Well, so Hernandez and... Gronk. Oh, no, Hernandez is gone, right? 14. Right. Gronk, yeah. is, Gronk is, is right. Gronk is one. Um, LaFell. Edelman. Edelman. LaFell. Yeah. Uh, Mano Manuwanui. James White. Owani Manui was one. Yeah. White was not one of them. Oh, White wasn't. Uh, Shane Vereen. Correct. Yep, Vereen. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do we get? Five? Yeah. Five? I don't know. I don't know. Randy Moss. No. Danny Amendola? No. Not there yet. He wasn't there yet? No. Uh, why don't you just tell us? All right. Uh, it was a few odd names. I thought it would be interesting. Uh, James Devlin. Okay. Tim Wright. Uh, Aaron Dobson. Ryan Tim. Stephen Ridley were on that list. It's a good question. It's actually a good trivia question because of, you know, the Brian Tims and, you know, those kinds of guys. Stephen Ridley. I didn't even think of him in 14. Yeah, it had some odd names on it. I thought it'd be interesting. Okay, well, you were wrong. Uh, I'm oh. only kidding. I'm only kidding. Dave. <laughs> You're a bad guy. All Frank. right, thanks, Dave, for the thanks for the trivia. Always welcome well, here. I mean, it's just like uh, we okay, have some news. Can the you list. recite the 2014 yeah. roster? Right, well, we have some. We have some <laughs> news. Yeah, we have some Deuce news. Has, Deuce um, has, has news. Some, the Patriots have in fact signed Jabril Peppers to one year. Oh, okay. So right. there, there it is. There it is. And there it is. So I still have my question. Why don't they like Kyle Duggar as much as I do? Right. They're stocking up on safeties. Well, in punt returner. I like. I think that Kyle Duggar looks to me the prototype 
explosive, dangerous punt return. Well, he was at Lenore Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. And I see him look very fluid doing it in the practice field. I'm necess- more talking about how he looks here doing it. But they never really give him chances in games. Well, I mean, Lenore Ryan, you know, you do it in a department store for plus-side dresses. You know, it's not the same as the NFL. <laughs> That's a good People call. Like, That's what? a good callback. Right? Normally, I would have said, "I just said I've been talking about here," but I didn't want to step on his line. You know, people callback. are like, "What is he talking?" about? <laughs> One year deal. A little, a little curious. You know, I just guy. I don't know. Coming off an injury, it's almost like they're rebuilding. One year. I don't know. What well, a one-year deal! I was going to say it's perfect for you. Mm. But it's a, a one-year prove-it deal. But we just get rid of them I know, next year. I know, but that's not a rebuilding move yeah, because a, they are rebuilding now. They know they're not doing anything now. I don't know. That's my point. So why bother then? You got it, there's not really like because I could see two year like all right. Speed would tell you the answer to that. It's some insurance for McCordy if you didn't you know yeah. come back next year. Yeah, you're probably not going to get. I mean, he's coming off an ACL and an ankle, so right. I mean, I, I don't I don't know when he's going to be actually ready. So I I don't. It just seems like you're you're not going to get a lot of bang for your buck. I, I don't want to say buck because I don't really care about the money of it all, but I don't. It just seems a little bit curious. It's giving him a chance to come in and you know rebuild his brand, or for lack of a better word, but. I don't know, one-year deal. How much is he going to play? I don't know. A little curious. Yeah. I think it's a great move for the Patriots. <laughs> okay. I just want to. Okay, Patriots I want to join beat writer I, on yeah. Twitter. I want to join the Patriots beat okay, writer. Patriots you haven't seen the contract yet. How can you say that? <laughs> well, it's, a great, it's a great deal. Yeah. It's one year. You can always get out, Deuce. Good move for the Patriots. Good, solid Strong. move. Don't 100% get it, but I'm, it's a really good move. I, I, like I said uh, earlier in the show, I'm not going to change yeah. my opinion. Now, after they actually sign the guy, I, anytime you can add good players to your roster, yeah. I'm sort of for it. Yeah. So anytime. I think I think Jabril Peppers. I don't think he's a great player, but I think he's a good one. I'll, see where he fits. I'll always take a swing on a, on yeah. a former first round oh, pick. See where he's in healthy. His see where he and, fits. You know, I just hope he's healthy. If he's healthy and he's good, and then yeah. he leaves, I just I'm, you know it goes back to it goes back to the call from William of of I think I, I think fans probably want more guys to kind of latch on to and, and have our guys and our that were you know our stars and I think it's a little hard right now I mean I think Judon built a little bit of that up but I think they need more they I need wonder more. if it was a one-year deal because that's what Peppers wanted mm. maybe he didn't get much interest you know here we are you know two and a half weeks yeah. in yeah. maybe there weren't, wasn't much interest and he said well I'll take I'll take a one-year deal a chance yeah. to to get yeah. back but out on the market it's also interesting though on a one-year deal not I can't. I can't make this stuff up. <laughs> I, I just can't make it up. Mark Daniels. This is a really good signing for the Patriots. Peppers played more in the slot last season. Like just one, just one time. I want someone to say, "Not sure I get this one." Uh, you don't have to tell me it's a terrible move because it's not a terrible move. It's not a terrible move. But just once, can somebody that covers this team say, "I'm not sure I get this one." Deuce. Deuce isn't really sure he gets it yeah, well, on a one-year deal. Cause, and also, too, I think a lot of the two-year deals, you're seeing that they're able to kind of spread out that caps money a little bit. So it's, you know, you're not eating. And so whatever this contract is, it's all it's all coming out of this year. I, it's just interesting. Uh, so Patriots signing Jabril Peppers. So oh. don't tell me the Patriots aren't doing anything in free agency. Uh, let's go don't to tell they are. Todd, North Carolina. What's up, Todd? Well, first of all, thank you guys for being in the doldrums of the football year. I know that this is the There are no doldrums. This is exciting. I was going to say, if you think this is bad, wait till you see it like May and June. (laughs) Anyway, my question is I've been watching some games, and I noticed that a lot of little slot guys go right across the field. And I I remember in the olden days back when, you know, the 2000s, those guys would get lit up. 
what is the rule exactly? When where can you hit a receiver if he if he comes off the line? Can you get him at just at the line or what? I, I two yards. Can't well, if two he doesn't yards? have the ball, you can't hit him past five yards. Five. You know. So oh, oh, and then if okay. he's on the field and but that hasn't changed. There's no rule no, change on that. No. So you can't hit him past five yards, and then obviously you can't hit him above the shoulders. Right. The head or anytime, neck. Head or neck area. Anytime. Um, right. You know, so you can let li- – I've seen guys can't lit leave, up. And you can't leave with your helmet. Right. And virtually any time you get hit hard, a flag's going to come. No, no, no. Because I was watching some thank, games thank, and a lot of these guys like – Thank you, Mike. Hill, I've seen instance. a lot of guys get lit up over the middle. Yeah. Clean and, hits. And, 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 Clean and, hits. And almost every yeah. time a flag comes. I don't think so. Yeah. Almost every time. Mm. Not every time. There's always exceptions. I, I, I my, I'm just sick of being like that was a great hit and that's a penalty. Oh, especially if the ball's incomplete. Mm-hmm. The only chance you have of not being a flag if the guy holds on. It's like somehow the referee says, "Well, it couldn't have been that bad because he caught it." Yeah. Well, if it's incomplete, the ball's by him and he gets hit. That's the defenseless, uh, you know, player. Yeah. I, 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 right. That's, just, that's the part that's changed. Yeah, quite that's a what few, Todd's talking quite about. Quite a few hits that would have been totally <laughs> legal, and it's just you just got him too good. You got him too good. You hit that him too time. hard. Yeah. Yeah. And my next one is, you guys actually touched on this about, you know, Kraft maybe having a little bit more influence in what's going on in the matters because of the way things are progressing with the with the lack of, well, winning, I guess, or, or the scene of progress. Do you think he's actually dipping his fingers in and kind of pushing Bill a little bit with his comments? Or do you just think that this is just a normal, look, I want to win, we're a winning team, and that's what I'm about? I think I think his comments are pushing Bill, and I think he's not just doing it publicly. I think he's doing it privately. and But I don't think he's meddling. You know, okay. I think, yeah, that's kind of where Yeah, I don't think he's meddling, but I, I think okay. he's expressing the concern that we all have. And he wants yeah. – I think he wants people to know – that he shares that concern, like he's not just like happy with not winning playoff games. Yep. That doesn't make him happy. So maybe, yep. He wants so he wants the fan base to know that their owner gives a crap. Cares, you yep. know. Yeah. So maybe that's what Bill's doing, trying to get the team winning instead of us all saying, "Well, he's trying to go after the record." Maybe he's actually being responding to what you know his boss is telling him to do: get out there, get me some wins, get me in the playoffs, yeah. win the playoff game. Yeah, so and, maybe and, some but, fans got to step back a little bit and stop freaking out like me yeah now and the question is like we talked about it last year patience you know Mm -hmm. do you do that do you you know do you do that you know in spite of building for the long term where's that balance and you you wonder like you know and but the the beauty of it all is i don't think bill gives up he doesn't feel that pressure like like a bad word no but like he's not gonna oh you know, Robert Kraft has to win now, so I'm going to alter how I yeah. want to build this team. No. Yeah. You know, he's going to do what he thinks. Is, you know, it's cliche now, but in the best interest of the team. Do you think that he felt pressure not from Robert Kraft last year, but from Tom Brady's success? Uh, he's human. I can't believe that he didn't. I, I he's think, human. I think he did. He's human. He's competitive. I, I, I do, but I also don't buy into the 98.5 that, like, he had to answer – Tom Brady. Well, I, I think that's I what his that. that I think that was his goal. But it, well, he didn't. He didn't want to Super well, Bowl. No, I know. To. But I think that was what but he that was what he set out. I, I think that's why he's he's signed right. Cam Thanks, Newton because I think he felt like I'm going to bring him back and I'm going to get all these guys and I'm going to and I'm going to bring them all in for Cam Newton. And then it was like it didn't really work out that way. Mac is better, 
I'm probably not going to be able to win the Super Bowl, but this is what I have to do because it's back to Fred's thing. It's it's better for the team. Yeah. But I think that was his goal was to take a run. Sure. You don't sign Cam Newton f- for long term. <laughs> you know, that was a win now signing. But because of Brady? Like when you well, sent Gronk and now you sent no, Shaq Mason? Maybe not, but but I I, I still think that he, like he's a human being. Well, because yeah. of Brady's yeah. success. Guy leaves and wins the Super Bowl. It's like You can't say that it didn't look worse for Bill when Brady leaves and immediately wins the Super Bowl. It did, but what is an answer for Bill to answer Brady? He has to win the Super he Bowl he or he to, failed. Yeah, that's what, and I think that's what last year was all about. So he's trying to win the Super Bowl? Yes. Every because year. Because of Brady? Well, every year. Yes, I think that added <laughs> incentive. I'm with, Fred, I'm with you, Fred. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I, you know, I think he's a human being. And, but, but the question is how much does that alter what he knows is tried and true? Right. Does, right. And, and I don't it, think it does. Yeah. You know? So what did he do different then? Yeah. You know, what did he really, like— I don't know. I just he spent like all he's focused on is like well, I've got to respond to Tom Brady I'm, more than he wants to just win the Super. Like, but I, I think there know. was an opportunity. Going back to Cam Newton, I think it was an opportunity. He took a flyer. Like maybe nice. this, yeah, yeah. maybe it this comes full circle. Maybe like, this guy what, what, what can find some of the magic that he had. It's the language of origin, and, and we can go on a little run here. Yeah, and it didn't work out. It that was did not work out. By the way, that was another uh, year two. Yeah, year two be better. Year two, year two. Well, no. Who Cam? Who, Cam Newton. Cam Newton. That was the thought. That whole. Uh, don't say that it wasn't everybody. Who thought? Everybody. Not me. Fred, our show is very balanced and impartial. I was shocked when they resigned. Him. So was I. Oh yeah. But our show <laughs> is. <laughs> I was like, what are we doing? Listen, I'm not trying to like tell everybody you know we should be winning awards or anything. But our show, if nothing else, is balanced and impartial. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Everybody else, and you have to admit this, if you read it for Mike Reese or Mark Daniels or Jeff Hot, another year in the system, he's going to be much more comfortable in the offseason, having learned the whole offense. It's going to be better in year two. That was the narrative, quote-unquote, on Cam Newton. And then they signed him. Remember? Yeah. This is what people talked about the entirety of the offseason. Cam will be better. Remember our, our pal Betty Love? <laughs> You know, killing us, you know, every day when we weren't saying that he was getting starting reps because, you know, he wasn't doing anything he with them. He looked the same. He yeah. was the same. He looked the, the same. same. But that was the narrative heading he into training camp. It will be better in year two <laughs> because he'll be more comfortable in the system. Imme- right? Immediately, he looked no better than a, fr- a rookie. And that meant, and we all said, if everything's even, you know. Right. Yeah. If uh, you're even, you're leaving. Right. <laughs> and he <laughs> was leaving. <laughs> and, you know, he, that's perfect. Mac looked just as good as he did. They had both had good days. They had bad days. Right. And and I said that. Every, and I think Bill every made the podcast, right moves. I think know. I made that comment. Like, yeah. I in, I continue to see no difference between these two, and that's a massive indictment of Cam Newton. That a rookie looks exactly the same as he does. Yeah. Now I was wrong. I was wrong. I thought I that I thought that Mac was going to have to, you know, clearly beat him out. For Bill to make the move, that's because you're not a a, a, a watcher and like observer of the right. league the way Eric Scalavino. You know, I, I is. thought he'd go with the Eric better. Scalavino hit it. Like, I know that's you did, but too. I thought as as long as they were even, that Mac. I mean, Bill would stick with the veteran. To be honest with you, um, Fred, but I, I was wrong. I don't, and I don't, I don't know. See, I don't. Know I'm glad you, I was wrong. I don't know that you were wrong because I I really think that it could have unfolded dramatically differently if not for COVID. You mean when when Cam went out with I COVID? Think that, I think that, that was whole, it. That thing. Yeah. yeah, I think that was it. Yep. But that was last year. 
I mean, that was the first year. No, the, no well, this summer when, when he went out and Mac he was a, against the Giants. He had a mispractice. Oh, 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 oh. Like because of the protocol. Because he also had COVID in the first right. season. Right, but training camp was completely disrupted by him. Yeah, that's true. And I think that was that caused Bill to take a step back and say, I can't do this. Yeah, you're He's right. He's not good enough to do this. I can't him. rely on him. I can't rely on him. Yeah. I think that, like, to you. Oh, so I wasn't wrong. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not, listen, you, you weren't right Force majeure. Force majeure. <laughs> you weren't right either, but I don't Contract necessarily <laughs> think you were wrong. Yeah. You know, like, uh, did you happen to catch the uh, the SPFW that's ripping me? Um, uh, how many wins did you predict the team to have last year? I said ten and seven. Right, and did did people laugh at you for that? No. Okay, thank you. I I, I really appreciate the honesty of that answer. I never laughed at you. Nobody laughed at me because I thought they were going to be a playoff. Uh, team. Eric did. I <laughs> didn't think they would win ten games. Yeah. Six, six wins from Eric. Yeah. yeah, but I thought nine. Like he thought ten. <laughs> Yeah. Like oh, I don't they're, really they're getting on you oh, for nine because you know my snarkiness. Like you know people don't like it because when I was telling you that the seven game winning streak was a little right suspect. Yeah, yeah. And I ended up being right. Yep. So now people are saying that I'm taking credit for being right when I was all wrong last year. I wasn't all wrong last year. No. no. I thought yeah. they would be on. They would be in the playoff hunt and have a chance for a playoff, and that's ultimately what they did. Yep. They they got into the playoffs. I thought they'd be putting up a billboard about the Bills, so, I mean, I was wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, just, yeah. I just wanted, to, uh, yeah. just wanted to address that one because yeah. I am wrong about a lot of things, and I really don't have a whole uh, big problem admitting it. There's a lot of different things that I was like, yeah. You know, I didn't see Richard Seymour being a Hall of Fame player when they drafted him, like to go all the way back in the way back machine. Yeah. There's a lot of things that, that people are wrong about. There's th- nothing wrong with I saying – I still thought Robert Gallery was going to be good. There's nothing wrong with saying that you were wrong. Yeah. I, I thought we didn't need Dante Hightower because we had Brandon Spikes. <laughs> That's one of mine. There's a, there's one of a, my mil- there's a million of those. Yeah. <laughs> Rossi is one of my mock rats. Uh, let's go to Jeff in California. Hey, Jeff. Guys, Je- what's going on? Hey. 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 <laughs> uh, Paul. Uh, you must have been reading my mind there when I was on hold because I, one of the reasons I was calling in was to give you props for calling out all the fraud uh, <laughs> last week. They 100% are mad at you because you were right. Oh, yeah. It, it's clear as day. People are just so sensitive about that to anybody that wants to just kind of evaluate things realistically. It's like you looked at that wind streak I was the same way. I'm like, they're not as good as this win streak, and people just got so. That was a good one. I really, I mean, I the the very first win of that win streak was the only one I was really impressed with, the, the Chargers. Chargers. Yeah, that was a really good win with no asterisk. Like the Chargers had most of their players, you had most of yours. You went on the road. You were trailing in the fourth quarter, and you found a way to win I, the game. I thought the Falcons was a good win Thursday night the on the are road. Terrible! You shut out another team, but it's a I, terrible, terrible team. I know, but you still—it's still a tough spot, and they—they no, they shut them out. Ridley they shut them out. Been healthy, then storm Yeah, playing, maybe. Okay, then maybe I would have felt different. They had any players one, of any significance playing other than Matt yeah. Ryan? I mean, even Cordero Patterson didn't play that night. <laughs> That's true. No, I like the Browns win. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't Fred like him just, anymore. Just, <laughs> He's not my guy no more. <laughs> Fred, just remember, you know, uh, that uh, Isaiah went uh, Pro Bowl guard at, at minimum. Yeah, four. And we're, four. It's, still, four. In, it's four. still on the table. <laughs> still on the yeah. table. 
You had a bold right. prediction last right. year about it. They can move him over there. What a, when I, you, a when you goes to right guard, win goes to, <laughs> to left guard, and then they draft a left tackle. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Done. Yeah. What, what, what was Just my play bold? everybody out of position. It'll work great. What was my bad bold, bold <laughs> You position? had a win prediction of, of that. I thought you last year, maybe it was even the year before, you thought win was going to. Was really gonna oh, his floor, he's going to come on. Yeah. His floor yeah. is a Pro Bowl. Yeah. I think maybe even All Pro guard. Yeah, yeah that's, that's his, his floor. floor. Jeff is right. That's what Fred. Yeah. But, Fred's th- but if they never play him at guard, I can't be wrong. <laughs> that's the beauty I of us. Wrong. That's the beauty of us. Right. That that's the beauty of just when you thought you Fred had the model. answers, I changed the questions. <laughs> that's right. That's the the beauty of the Fred model of arguing of just move the goalposts. <laughs> all, right. Right. all right, that's going <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, all right, all right. That's going too far. I, I liked it before, but not anymore, Jeff. Goodbye. <laughs> it's funny because he brings that up and like, and, and all accurate of, of what you're saying. And I just, I don't feel like they were as good as they were in that win streak. And I don't feel like they were as bad as they were at the end. And, and the truth is, you know, somewhere in the middle of, of what, they actually were. I would agree. With, I would agree with that. They, 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 as bad as it looked at the end, where you can't even force a punt. Like, but here's my question. But I, it, I agree yeah. with you. I don't think they were as bad as they played yeah. in the last five weeks of the season. But what do you think is closer? Well, it, this, here's the thing: they lost four four of the last five games, right? Or five out of the last six, or something like that. Four of the last five. The game that they won, they pasted the Jaguars because right. the Jaguars absolutely stink. Oh, oh and by the way. <laughs> were absolutely ravaged by COVID. Right. You know, so, <laughs> so like, even right. bad players weren't playing. You know, so yeah. they did like they would. I, you know, I forget the score, but they just absolutely oh, fifty something to thirteen. Yeah, right? it was it was fifty four. It was ridiculous. But those teams that they lost to the you know Bills twice, the Colts, yeah. and um, the, the, Dolphins. the Dolphins, all teams in the hunt for playoff spot and. The Patriots got manhandled. Right. Well, that's the thing. You can't. And that's why I agree with Mike. I don't think they're as bad as that. Like, they really weren't overly competitive in those four losses. Right. Like, the score at times got reasonably close, but they were, to use your word, manhandled, they were manhandled. in all four games. And that Colts game, that was the end. That was it. I mean, you went in there and, like, yeah. you know, this team that's putting up banners for, like, no reason <laughs> just absolutely – they, you know, they really got to appreciate how he could get a shot in at the team that manhandled. <laughs> and and well, sure, I like and, it. And it's impressive. Not only that, the mistakes of early in the season that you thought you had put behind you came back. Yeah. They started doing those again. That, you know, that's what's hard to, to to square. Is just that a team that hammers the bad team, hammers them like embarrasses right. them, right? But then gets embarrassed by the good teams, and you know, and, and that's why I guess I I think it it speaks more to. The chemistry. How can you not the let talent. the same team not punt right in two games? Yeah, yeah. How can that? I've never seen that happen in the. No. I don't think it. I think it is especially a, a division time, opponent right. where there's no surprise. Right, where you You've know seen these them. guys two years, yeah. two times every like, year. The playoff one to me was particularly embarrassing. Like because like, it was a touchdown. Like what's going on there? What like right. what is going on but, there? And I, like I, conceivably, if the field was like three thousand yards long, they could have run the whole clock <laughs> out because they never would have stopped them. You know, if Bill doesn't think that's who they are, then there's got to be a reason why that happened. I know. Well, I was laughing too about that that famous thing of well, we'll find out next year when we start playing again. And I I, I guess we didn't take it that way at the time, but he's bringing the same team back, so that that was what he meant, right? Let, let and then he wouldn't touch that question, right? Because <laughs> Reese tried to get him on yeah. that, right? Yeah, yeah. He never he wouldn't go there. Yeah, yeah. but I I just. I think it's, and I know that there's a, a talent debate about needing more talent, but to me, that speaks more about the team, uh, you know, the, the 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 chemistry. The well, and I'll, I'll touch on that, that for a second, stuff. Mike, if you if you don't like when yeah. that Colts game, 
And, they, you know, coming out of that Colts game, if you remember, that was the game coming off the bye. And there was a lot of talk about the oddities of that particular bye because they had played, I think, on the Monday night, right? Mm-hmm. The the blizzard, yeah, the yep. tornado, whatever, yep. uh, in Buffalo was the Monday night, and then they played on Saturday. Do you remember what the yeah, players talking right. about the abnormalities oh, of that body? We don't get to have that extra like, day. That's not Patriots talk. Now, they no. might do it internally. Right. And Bill might have it up on the screens for them to say, like, this is why they're out to get you. It's us against the world. And, I, that, and that's that's worked well for them in the past, right? Mm-hmm. But they were openly talking about it. Right. And I think that was the game after the game that Max said, we got to stop feeling sorry for ourselves or something along those lines. Remember? You were the yeah. number one seed. Right. right. What are you feeling sorry about? Right. You know? And No, but I think Mac was right. No, I know. This, I don't say that to no. criticize Mac. I'm, I think Mac accurately portrayed, based on what happened, no, I'm talking, I think Mac had a good handle on what was going on in right. this locker room. I'm People talking were concerned to the team. About, what could you possibly right. be feeling sorry for yourself about? And yeah. I think he was accurate. I think he had an accurate portrayal of some of the mentality that was in the locker room. And I remember we talked about it in that week and in the, the weeks going forward with Matthew Slater talking about, you know, we have we have a choice. We can pack it up, go home, and quit, or we can fight. And I know what I'm going to do. Right. I don't know what – and I remember Eric and I were saying – this really concerns me, and you telling me why? Well, now uh, again, I'm not. I don't bring that up to talk it's about. Fine. A, it's fine. I don't bring it up to talk about an argument. I bring it up to say, I think Mike is right when he talks about there were some things in the locker room that were a little bit different than we normally see, and I wonder if some of these guys, you know, you brought in a whole bunch of significant players that are new to here, yeah, to the way they do things here, and they they have like. They have a status based on their contracts, right? Like Aguilar may not have done anything, but he's getting paid. It ain't going anywhere. Well, or you're going to eat a lot of money. The thing about it, though, I'm is not, I just use Aguilar as an example. Yeah, not yeah, that I yeah. think he was part of the problem. Yeah, yeah, I have yeah. no idea. Those, those things that we're pointing out here are things you hear from teams that are having trouble at the end of the season. Yeah, you know and, that's what you hear. And 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 to be fair, it's it's not just last season. It's the last three seasons that they've really sputtered down the down end the stretch. And, and not three years in a row not done what you traditionally think of the patriots and you know again it's you know i know that they need talent and speed and all those things but that's that's what lingers the bad taste that lingers is just something felt off about this chemistry this this wasn't a team that circled the wagons fought you and, and it's just it's the disparity between having that jacksonville game right in the middle where it's like we got nothing. We got nothing. We got oh, we'll hammer the jag. No problem. We got that one. Oh, we got nothing again. Like that. Like that's just the Miami game to me was really eye opening. Like that they couldn't say okay, we got our swagger back last week. Let's go down to Miami and take care of business. Right. Nope. Right. Yeah, couldn't do it. Uh, Cody and Fresno writes in. I absolutely love the statement from Mr. Kraft to hear him talk about how much losing bothers him and how he thinks long term success is built through the draft gives me hope as a fan. In my mind, this is a direct call out to the draft staff, putting them on notice and demanding better from everyone involved with selecting future Patriots. He, gives, he gave his props for the recent success, which is great, because that sets the expectation. We need difference makers, players with ability who will stay and develop for the long term. Kraft knows it. The fans know it. Let's go get it. I'm fired up. Let's go. <laughs> it, it really is. I mean, I think as a fan, the biggest thing I would be afraid of was the Jeremy Jacobs style of ownership of, you know, not really caring about winning, just kind of wanting to be competitive. Um, you know, we'll, we'll pay when we have to, but we're not going to shell out big bucks. Like as a fan, that feels like a death sentence. And I, I think, you know, what Mr. Kraft said today 
hit the hit yeah. the right time. A- ask to choose between those two options. I'll take Kraft every time. I got to share something with Paul right now. Okay. So, so we were talking about the Will Smith um, memes that are going around with the right. slap. Well, I just found my wife off the top rope. The best one yet. Mrs. Kittner. Oh, nice. <laughs> giving it to Martin I like Brody. It. I like so, it. So thank you. Uh, thank you to Lane for setting that. Thanks, Lane. <laughs> That's she, kn- she gets me. She gets, Lane gets me even though I've never Jaws met her. Is, even though I've never met her. <laughs> it's a big part of the show, especially yeah. on Sundays, Fred. Yeah. I, I saw, I heard one of your shows yesterday, Paul, think, saying that that Will Smith thing was a, uh, you know, a again, put on. No one, way. Again, it not one real. of my shows. It was real. That was on EEI. I know. They're all your shows. They're all your shows. Used to be my show back uh, in the day. Every single the AM channel. And the AM. You no, the AM and, and the AM. AM. There's no way that was fake. That was absolutely for real. No, but I, I, the, I, I definitely would rather have my owner be really concerned about winning rather than the bottom line. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I agree. I think Robert Kraft, first and foremost, is a fan and wants to win. And Jeremy Jacobs, first and foremost, is a businessman who wants to make money. And I would rather have Kraft. Yep. However, I wouldn't really mind at all if I never heard from my owner. Like, I don't need to hear what his thoughts are on the philosophies of winning. Like, I think it's great that Robert spoke today, and, you know, that, that's, it's, it's nice to have an organization step up and have their head coach and their owner at the owner's meetings. They're taking accountability. Nothing wrong with that. But I, if I'm if I'm the, a fan of the team, I don't like I don't need. But, I don't need my owner But out if you're there. a fan of the team and things aren't going well, don't you want to hear the owner? From the head coach. That's all, that's all I care about. You only want to hear from the owner when he fires the head yeah. coach. Yep. Okay. That tells me that he wasn't happy with okay. the performance. All right. And you know, to the to the emailers, uh, you know, point that tells him that Robert is putting them on notice. So you think if they have a bad draft this year, they're out? Because <laughs> there's no chance right. that they're out. No. Amir, unless from, Bill decides to leave. Amir from Haifa writes in. While I understand the idea behind the OT rule change. I'm not sure past results suggest it's a really war- it's really warranted. In the past decade, the, uh, there were 12 playoffs which went into overtime. Only seven of them were decided over the first possession. Yeah, ten of them by the guy, the team that won the toss. Also, please tell Big Head that his new co-host sounds like a seven-year-old negative child. <laughs> Maybe it works for sports radio, but it doesn't fit a podcast. Who is that? Who is it? I, I thought he he did it with um. Well, Ryan's gone. Ryan left the. Uh, oh, he did. Yeah, took a, dra- a job at a yeah. uh, one of those betting places. Living yes. the dream, apparently. Everybody's yes. going to go there. Oh man, I, I had some great interactions with him last night. <laughs> I'm surprised, Paul. You haven't had offers. Well, I, just so you know, I might be looking into yeah. it after this. Uh oh, they told Ryan, "Don't work too much." Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so who's really the into work-life balance and not overworking? I did a few things on Sunday night a few weeks ago, and my boss basically inferred to not do that again. <laughs> The Friday of March Madness, they said to stop working once the game started. <laughs> and I said, any job openings? That's funny. Um, who's know. the I'm new not, co-host? I'm not Do sure. Know? On EI, I don't, have to, I don't know. I have to double check if somebody knows. It's not Mutt, is it? I, I honestly don't know. Like, I haven't heard it. Andy hasn't asked me um, I don't know any since e- Ryan's last podcast with Andy. That's the last time I was on it with him. Yeah. Um, let's see. Sean in Vancouver. Uh, hello, Fred, Mike, and Paul. Is Eric okay? Yes, he's flying back from the owners' meeting. He's fine. If Jakob Johnson is right and the Patriots won't use a true fullback in 2022, I'd love to see them use formations that lead to less predictability. Have John block a couple of times and then sneak out for a pass. Have Harrison White in the backfield. 
so they can run or pass based on what they see from their opponent. Maybe even Stevenson with Harrison, too. More three wide receiver sets keep defenses on their toes. Yeah. Wasn't that well, their they, predominant set yeah. last year, three yes. wide receivers? Yeah. yeah, and I'd say that's kind of what they did with Jonu, too. Um, but, you know, again, I think it's just – this is still in that same area of wanting to like elevate the offense and have an offense that's, you know, a modern NFL offense that's got some cutting edge kind of stuff to it, and you know, we'll we'll see what it looks like. Yeah, the 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 whole tricking, you know, tricking teams, keeping teams on their toes offensively by being less predict, be less predictable offensively with your play calling, is the equivalent of we got to get a guy in a you know cheap team friendly deal. Yeah, it's all like if you have players. I don't care what they cost. Right. And if you have players, I don't care if the other team knows what I'm doing. I'm going to win because I have players that are better than the guys covering them. Uh, Jack in Ann Arbor, I suspect that the reason why the Patriots don't like Duggar as a kick returner is that kick returners are exposed to a heightened risk of injury. The Patriots value Duggar too much as a safety to expose them to increased risk of injury while returning kicks. I can absolutely 1,000% guarantee you that that is not the case. Really? That's not why Kyle Duggar isn't a returner. Oh, Bill, yeah? Bill has used guys in that capacity countless times over the years. Going back to Troy Brown, Wes Welker, Julian Edelman. Julian Edelman coming off an injury. Danny Amendola. That's not if he thought Kyle Duggar was the best option, he'd be doing it. I barely even see him in practice. Like I'm trying to remember. Oh, the he's OTA returned things. a ton. Like, he goes back yeah. a little bit, but he he returns a ton in, in practice. Yeah. I've never seen. Like I don't even, even like know. we need a play right now. Just throw him back there to see. I like, don't know if I've ever seen him even do a punt in a preseason game. Mm-mm. I'm not sure I have. I don't think so. I've seen him do kicks periodically, but not punts. I, mean, I want to see him as a punt returner. We've seen more of him as a punt returner than Nikhil Harry. And we've seen Nikhil and we Harry, saw Nikhil Harry do game. it in the game. But, uh, yeah, but in all seriousness, Bill does not save guys from special teams roles to pre- prevent them from being injured. He believes in using the best players in those roles, and he always has. It's also just possible that Kyle Duggar at the department store that he went to college, that, that he was just that much better than all those guys and at NFL level they're like he's not he doesn't have the quickness or the instincts to do it at the NFL level that's that's possible too yeah he doesn't have the instincts of a gunner Olszewski <laughs> when you put it that way uh, Kevin writes those in tricky facts <laughs> Kevin writes in doesn't say where he's from which Eric does not like uh, he all says right. so I know this won't get on the radio or anything but I wanted to write you anyway. Okay. Patriots fans need to chill the F out. Chill I underst- out. I understand you guys being passionately upset about the Patriots free agent decisions, but these people are actually emotionally hurt and angry because of the people they haven't gotten. It's just a game you're watching TV, people. Relax. It doesn't affect you at all. Not even a little. It might affect you guys a bit because it's your job to care. It's bad enough listening to Paul acting like his world is burning. That's Paul. <laughs> These random. <laughs> Thank God you don't speak for the rest of the fans. Is all I can say. These we ran- we would all be out of a job. These random people need to step away from the ledge, since it seems like they are literally suicidal. Calm down. It's a damn game that they don't even play. Just enjoy watching the game, which I understand is more fun if we are better. But relax. Brady is gone, and we aren't going to be as good. Pretty obvious. I bought a Winovich jersey, which I know wasn't the best <laughs> choice to begin with, but I'm not crying myself to sleep because he got traded. Anyway, you guys are great. Just had to vent after listening to Thursday's show. Just, uh, again, uh, thank God that that's a, a vast minority opinion. Otherwise, what would we be doing I here? Know, well, 
I mean, and I and I, and I I don't get too worked about free agency. I get people do, but like I get worked up about when we start talking about last season and like how it ended and the, like that whole conversation we had. Like the last, that's what like gets me like, you know, like what we get some of those calls on free agency. Those are the things that that are frustrating. But but isn't that what it's all about? That's what it's all about. And and like being a sports fan is all about yeah. passion and emotion. Right. You yeah. know, let it out. It's more uh, for this than other things in the world. Jake, your serious. friendly pool guy from Bendigo, Australia. Oh, yeah. I know it's been a lot of free agency and draft talk of late, but after listening to the Edelman cast, it got me thinking. Yes, we may have two former head coaches about to attempt to run some offense, but what are your thoughts on bringing back old players to be in those top positions? I know they'll bring a fresh perspective, fingers crossed, but an ex-player would know our systems inside and out. That could help maybe extend or broaden what is already in place. You're all a bunch of bonza blokes. Keep up the ripper work. Oh. I think that was a compliment, right? Yeah, I think so. I'm going to go with that, yeah. <laughs> Bonza blokes. Um, I mean, I think they got to want to do it. I just, I think it's, people want to just put players into coaching roles, and it's such a grind. It's probably even more of a grind for the coaches than it is for the players. And, you know, I, I, I would imagine someone like Brian Hoyer, who everybody wants to make the, the QB coach, it's probably more appealing to him to be a player and not have to put in all the extra hours that, you know, coaches do. But, you know, that said, Wes Welker, he's been, you know, coaching. I mean, I, I would, you never turn those guys down, but, they got to want to do it. They got to be invested to put yeah. that kind of time in to be a coach. It's just like that's, you know, a nightmare. I mean, you see some of these older scouting assistants that come in and like, oh, they, they made a new hire on the staff. And you're like, oh, who's this guy? And it's like a guy who looks like he's in his mid 40s. I'm like, oh my God, you know, he, he's, you know, resetting. I mean, even Bill O'Brien, right? He came here kind of late as like an assistant. Oh, yeah. he, had he already did. coached. Um, he was an offensive coordinator. And was probably here uh, in college. 18 hours a day, you know, yeah. doing those things. So. You gotta, I'm not like, I'm not a big advocate of you know you got to get some of the ex-players and make them coaches i think some of them that want to do it uh and they do it that's fine like troy brown is is on the staff here wes welker is a wide receivers coach gerard mayo you know gerard mayo is the next player but i don't need all the guys that are coaching to be guys that i i, I watch play yeah i don't i don't need that and i, I think, think it's appealing to have fresh set of eyes and and you know different different schematic input rather than just everybody who ran josh mcdaniel's offense sometime in the last 10 years uh, a couple emailers, Spee is among them, and Josh in Turner's Falls says that Chris Shime is Andy's new co-host. Oh, that's one of the producers. Shime time. Shime time. It's going around. I know, Chris. I know who he is. I don't really know him. I, I really don't know how Matt Morell doesn't have his own show yet because that's radio producers or the dork, oh. the dork cast. <laughs> well, everyone who produced wants to host. Everyone who wants to host wants to, I don't know. Host. Dance. Uh, yeah. When you get to be a host, you don't ever leave. Is that, it's the easiest is that it? job in the world. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, one more email. Uh, Reno writes in. Always ready. To I was get wondering hired. why we haven't heard anything about Trey Flowers, not just for us, but in general. Mm. Also, with what Kraft said this morning, do you think Belichick will be on the hot seat if we don't win a playoff game? No, uh, but I think he could be in trouble if they have a disastrous year. Yeah, like if they won like four games and it just looked like a mess, I could see Robert saying, "What what are we doing?" But yeah. no. If they don't make, if they don't win a playoff game, I mean, Fred doesn't. I mean, I'm, this isn't even a shot, and I didn't say this once the whole show. You don't think they're going to be in the hunt, so I don't see how you could at end, this moment, right, right, at this moment. But I don't see how you could then turn around and say he needs to be fired if they don't win a playoff game no. when you don't even think they're going to be in the hunt. No, of course not. Of course not. Of course not. I don't know about you. This this is a controversial. You might laugh at this, mm. but it's just football, and Bill knows football. I think he knows a little I bit. I think about he knows football. football. Yeah. You football. might laugh at that, Mike. And in places where you don't talk about players. at parties and football players. Why are, why are you both pointing at me? 
Because you, you seem to have checked out. I'm trying to get you back in. It's really like you're trying to pull me to your I, side. Deuce has like lost all his energy. So I, I, I'm declaring this the new A team. <laughs> yeah. That's right it. here. This yeah. is the show. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Eric, you're out. <laughs> He'll be all. Harumph above the skies. <laughs> He'll be all crying in his pillow. I don't think in he his will. Tiny, in I his think tiny like, little pillow. More time to do travel stuff. <laughs> all right. Do a wordle. Yeah. All right. That's going to be it for this edition of Patriots Unfiltered. We'll be back Thursday with another show. Who knows? What news will happen by then? Jabril Peppers. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.